1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's all over. Your hopes and dreams, your saver. Savior. He has not. He has not a uh, savor. He has not come through for you. But uh, some people are arguing that Elon Musk's latest move, canceling the deal, is actually 4D chess. We've actually known for some time, it's been widely speculated, I should say, that Elon was trying to get a better deal, better bang for his buck. This could be him challenging Twitter, arguing that it's a breach of contract because of the spam bots. But the CEO, Parag Agrawal, already said he's going to war to make sure this deal happens. Elon backs out. Now a lot of people are like, oh, Elon can't do that because then he'll get sued and he owes a billion dollars. That's not how it works. Here's how it works. Twitter can go to war. They can go to the courts and they can try and force Elon Musk to pay out the billion dollars or buy the company, or they can go to him and settle. And this means Elon Musk could get a settlement agreement. That is him offering to buy the company at a lower amount. So we will see. In other news, Joe Biden accidentally read teleprompter instructions (laughs) and the media is trying to claim it was not a mistake. And the White House has come out and said, no, no, it was completely legit. And they've done this before. They are gaslighting us. The sad thing is you and I, obviously, we don't fall for it, but so many people do. So it's a Friday night. We have all that to talk about. And then obviously, you guys know the very, very serious news, you know, the assassination of Shinzo Abe, the longest serving prime minister in Japan, very popular. We have the media already smearing him right when the dude dies. Brutal, man. I can't stand the press. So we'll talk about all of that. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com and become a member to support our work. We have a bunch of new shows we're going to be launching soon. A lot of conversations, a lot of production stuff. And well, we're going to launch new shows so that you as members will have a ton of new content, more bang for your buck. But for those of you that want to just support our efforts in building culture and making the content, becoming a member is the best way to do it. You'll also get access to the TimCast IRL after hours show. We're actually going to be like renaming things, making it easier to navigate, making it easier to sign up in the first place. So we're probably going to give the after show we do a show and probably call it IRL after show or something like that. Tales from the Inverted World, we are expanding, we're quadrupling the length of episodes, making it an exclusive for the website, and we've got a couple other shows. We're talking self-help with a psychologist, we're talking uh potential shows on survival, all this really awesome stuff, and it's thanks to all of you who are members. So go to TimCast.com, sign up, smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and uh, without further ado, joining us today to discuss all of this and more is the one and only Hotep Jesus. Hey,
2: what's up, man? Thank you for having me yeah how's it going who are you um i'm doing absolutely fantastic man i've been on fire for the past this whole year has been a great year for me um things are going really well i'm doing great man what do you you? what do you do for those that aren't familiar with your work i don't do anything i just try to uh (laughs) you don't do anything i don't do anything (laughs) anything. mind my own business (laughs) i just mind my own business you know now you got a youtube channel right and uh, I uh, give my thoughts on matters that are happening across America. I try not to do the whole international thing because it's not my country, you know. I stick right. to, you know, uh, my backyard, and I talk about, uh, you know, my observations. What do I see, and and maybe a couple of solutions, uh, you know, for example, women, uh, mandating the hijab for women this summer, I think would be a good start. Um, and other crazy ideas. <laughs> I tweeted. uh I said is going to get me in trouble
3: oh boy <laughs> i said on twitter
1: the good thing uh is that when the guns well, the good thing is when the guns are finally banned the women won't be able to fight back against the fascists mm. or the ha- i'm sorry the handmaidens won't be able to fight back against the fascists and so they'll be four <laughs> i'll just leave it there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it there oh no anyway
1: well you know what happens with handmaidens so was i was making a spicy joke it's on twitter i'm surprised i don't get banned for half this stuff <laughs> but uh we'll, we'll we'll maybe talk about it uh, we also have joining us once again is Mary Morgan.
4: You do. I'm back. Yep. <laughs> I'm Mary. I co-host Pop Culture Crisis. We're a live show on YouTube. We talk about more lighthearted topics. Celebrity drama, movies, all the entertainment news. So I strongly encourage you to go subscribe and, uh, we're going live again on Monday. You can shoot money at us with your super chats. Yeah. When you, so
1: (laughs) when you super chat pop culture crisis, there are money guns that fire money. Very distracting. And then, yeah, it's meant to be like silly and fun. And then there's like, if, if you, if too much money is given, then they go crazy and fire for like 30 seconds or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, And there's like sirens go off. Oh, that's crazy. Silly silly parties. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, we got Ian. I'm yeah. jealous. Hi, everyone.
5: We were listening to Guns and Roses before the show, and then flipped over to uh, Audio Slave. I feel like oh, I'm in my man. element, man. Mm. Audio it Slave. It's like getting a good massage. Yeah, mental massage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you listen to Slash on the lead guitar It just takes me takes me back to being like 13 years old, hanging out with my friends, and realizing what music can actually be. Like mm. I mentioned, you, it's like a drug. Like it can, it can affect your body physiologically, like a drug. Where, yes, where, where, that where?
2: is true. It happened to me once. Tell me about it. I was working in the mortgage industry, and uh, me and my boss weren't getting along too long. And I was playing Eminem's first album, uh, I wish I had a behind big enough for the whole world to kiss, and um, I was playing that song on repeat the whole way to work. <laughs> well, when I got to work, let's just say I wasn't me; I was somebody different, and I almost got
3: fired. Oh boy!
2: <laughs> so yes, Sorry. music can. Yes, oh, I was like, yeah. wait, no more Eminem before oh, <laughs> work. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I got to choose something, maybe some church music or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we were listening to that, that too. Actually.
1: Actually. Yeah, <laughs> listening to that as well. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Gloria and Ex Chelsea Steo? beautiful yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I was telling Tim that that is one of my, that Guns N' Roses song we were listening to, Sweet Child of Mine was one of my faves. Today I got my first spot on terrestrial radio with Wilfred Riley. He was, uh, hosting a show for one of his good friends in the southeastern area, and I got a few segments in for him. It was a lot of fun. We were talking about Hunter Biden, we talked about all the stuff we typically talk about on this show, and I had a great time. Mm. Not sure if you can find that online, but it was a good time. Really recommend following Wilfred if you don't already at Wildebeest630 on Twitter.
2: Super cool. Speaking of music and Hunter Biden, (laughs) um, I think he should listen to uh, Biggie's second album. There's uh, one on there called "The Ten Crack Commandments." Oh boy, (laughs) he He would know all about that. Benefit from that. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well,
1: let's jump into this first story. We got this from the Daily Mail. Elon Musk tells Twitter he is terminating his 44 billion dollar takeover because the company misled him on the number of spam bots on site. As stocks plunge six percent, I just gotta say Elon Musk is right. Uh, Look. When Twitter came out and said it was like, what did they say, five percent or something? Yeah, <laughs> a whole bunch of there, there was there were several different independent assessments that they were like, no way, that's way wrong.
4: Oh, real five percent is like the number of real accounts. Right. No, <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> I, I saw a tweet that I think was from Paul Scalis that was saying uh, there's like at most a hundred thousand people on Twitter. Mm.
1: I honestly, maybe true. Yeah. I, obviously, I think it's I think it's maybe several million, maybe tens of millions, but not hundreds of millions. I think mm-hmm. it's all one big. I'd go with host. tens of millions. Tens of millions. Yeah. And you can you know you know how, you know you know what makes me think so? Donald Trump on Truth Social has 3.4 million. Mm. And you look at the engagement, it's comparable.
6: Mm.
1: He, he posts a truth and he gets you know thousands of comments. Mm-hmm. It was the same when he was on Twitter. I'm like, how could it be that the engagement stays the same but the total mm. following count is way lower? Mm. Most people don't care.
6: Mm.
1: Now the question is, is Elon Musk playing 4D chess? Because mm-hmm. look, he's got a contract, right? He can't just back out. Right. People, people don't get this. I see these lefties posting like, oh, Elon's gonna have to pay a billion dollars now. And I'm like, oh, cause that's how lawsuits work, right? These people have clearly never dealt with the legal system. Mm-hmm. Someone could, could smash into your car and it could be their fault and you could be in court for, for years trying yeah. to figure that stuff out. So what usually happens is your lawyer says, just saddle with him. It's so much easier. Make it go away. The judges often will tell you, find a settlement agreement. So I've had to deal with this stuff. The judge will say, "Yeah, we can go to court. We can litigate all this stuff." I'm instructing you to set to, to uh, attempt a settlement first. Hmm. So I, what I think is going to happen, for one, let's just be simple. Don't get your hopes up. Elon might just be backing out. Uh-huh. Maybe he wasn't serious, you
4: know, or maybe it from the start.
1: What was that
4: I knew it from the start. It, it, had a bad may- feeling about it.
1: Yes, yeah. but maybe. We've been hearing for months that Elon wanted a, a, a better offer, a better deal. Yeah. Because the stock had been going down for Twitter. So it was like it was worth less and less and less. Mm-hmm. So he probably went to his financiers and they were like, you can get it cheaper. Mm. Just give, let it stew. The stock's gonna going to drop because the market, you can back away and Twitter will still save money by just agreeing to lower terms as opposed to going to court and trying to win a billion dollars from you. Mm. So that could be it. Because the CEO said he's going to war to make sure this deal goes through. Mm. We had uh, Will Chamberlain tweeted that Elon's going to buy this whether he wants to or not.
5: Mm. Yeah, I was, just referencing, I was referencing that same tweet by Will. He, he specified that Twitter would likely argue that, one, Elon wasn't entitled to the information he wanted, which was like how many bots are on the platform he wasn't entitled. And, number two, that if he <coughs> was entitled, uh, the failure to provide the information was not a material breach because the information isn't relevant to any of the reps or warranties in the agreement. <coughs> this is from Will Chamberlain. hmm but that's no. what makes me think
1: it's 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 potentially chess. Mm. I don't want to come out and be like, "Oh, Elon's so smart; he's going to get them." Nah, the dude may have just screwed up. Yeah, you know. But there's no way Elon has, he, he he planned this out, right? Mm. He, he 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 released it on what 4:20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this dude was like <laughs> yeah, calculating that. what he was doing. Yeah, or may, maybe not.
4: Do you think he's always playing the long game? I think people are. Comforted by thinking Elon has a plan, you don't become Elon's a billionaire without us.
1: playing
2: a long game.
4: Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, and and it's not just it's not just that it's not hard to play the long game, right? Like we here at TimCast, we're playing the long game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've got my vision board that every day we wake up, and Ian and I will put pictures of celebrities so on. Cute. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, no, but but you know we have a generalized thought process of like today we do this, and if this works, the next day we do this, and if this works, the next day we do this. Mm-hmm. So I have to imagine. When he was negotiating this contract, he had lawyers. Like, he thought about what could happen, and this is not out of the question. This is one of these scenarios he should have expected to occur. So I think, mm-hmm. whether he buys it or not, I think he knows what he's doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, my thing, my trouble is with the headline. I don't want to say it's misleading, but it's really missing the real problem with the deal. And we've all experienced this when the whole elon situation was announced did you get a huge uh, explosion in engagement mm-hmm. that's right okay so and and the left and celebrities lost a ton of engagement
6: mm. they
1: hundreds it's it's it, it was crazy mm. it was the day after the deal was finalized. Right. All of a sudden, prominent left-wing accounts lost tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of followers, mm. and people associated with the right, libertarians, or you know, the the, the politically homeless—what do they call it? Post-liberal. Yeah. Saw huge gains. I gained a hundred thousand followers in three days. Mm. People were getting unbanned. Right. Something crazy happened.
2: Yeah. So my theory is uh, the employees <clears throat> abandoned the project. And that's in part of the deal was as any with merger, right? You have to keep your staff on staff, right? Because otherwise you're buying the company. The staff is a huge part of it. these, are the people that run the thing every day. Right. So I'm looking at the situation and I'm like, uh, maybe that's the big problem. I don't think it's the bots. Like I, I think Elon understands the bot game and I don't think that's a deal breaker. Like, you know, there's bots when you're dealing with social media, right? Mm. I think it's the, the employees, cause so many employees had a mass exodus. And then uh, I don't know what happened, but I think they turned the algorithm back on cause the engagement dropped again for mm-hmm. us. Yep. But I think whoever it is up there, they're like, okay, Elon's going to buy this thing. Let's hide the algo. Right. Right. And then like the deal's off and it's like, I right, turn the algo back on. And I think what you're saying uh, attributes to that is like the left, huge amount of engagement. Everybody else engagement drops. Right. So the algo favors that left wing opinion, I'm guessing, but uh, that's what I think the deal really came. What up if it's to. what if it's actually a bit more nefarious, get a little conspiratorial? What if
1: Elon fully intended to buy the platform, mm-hmm. and then we've talked about this before? Alex Berenson, who was banned, you know him. Mm-mm. He was covering a ton of the vaccine stuff, and he got he skeptical. He, yeah, he got banned,
6: mm-hmm.
1: filed a lawsuit, won, mm-hmm. and was reinstated. Mm-hmm. And he said he's investigating government involvement in Twitter censorship.
6: Mm-hmm. What
1: if Elon was like? Hey, I'm going to buy this platform, guys. And then he goes, shows up to the meeting. And then Twitter says, as part of our disclosure process, here's our national security letter. And he went, oh, crap. Mm. And you can't say anything about it because mm-hmm. you got an NDA. Yeah, And now
2: he's like, I don't want to buy this. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, look at what Jack was saying when he was telling people about dealing with boards and all of that type of situations, dealing with VCs. There's a lot. Jack was saying um, – between the lines you kind of had to read when I don't know if you watched it, but he was arguing with some people. Is Jack Dorsey? Jack Dorsey, yeah, he was arguing with some people in the threads, and he was kind of saying like there's some shaky things going on with Twitter. Go, w- yeah. with the Twitter and the government? Well, I, he didn't allude to the government, you know, I would say it's more like NGOs, lizard people.
1: <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> yeah, something something
2: more realistic like that.
1: Yeah, more realistic. <laughs> Elon this? shows up to the meeting and he's like, "Okay, so can we finalize these contracts?" And they're like, uh "Yes, but one minute." Zorthon, Elon, we control Twitter. Or actually, Worse than I'm sorry, getting
4: sworn in as the president. I'm sorry, I shouldn't
1: have said Zorthon. He goes, "Hillary." <laughs>
4: Aha,
1: that was a joke. That's funny. But,
2: but is. Let's talk about the money. Is Twitter a good investment? To me, I don't see Twitter as being a good money play. I think it's a good power play, right? Because right. now you control this medium of, of conversation. But to me, I didn't see it as a, a, a money play. Like, I wouldn't pay 44 billion for, for, for Twitter. That, that seems like overvaluation. I think he maybe walked into a trap. Yeah.
1: Because they're like, oh, by the way, the reason we do all this is because we have a national security letter and the government's got their gun to our back and mm. now you bought it. It's on you. It's on you. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, crap.
2: Yeah, I think this is this is a very powerful tool. Twitter is a very powerful tool. I don't know how you monetize it, but he was talking about some a, a rumor. I don't know if you guys saw this. He wanted to turn it into like the WeChat of America where he wanted all the payment systems and everything. Oh, right, right, right. You guys agree with that? That's not Oh, I don't know about that. What's WeChat firstly? Well, in China, like you have WeChat,
6: right?
4: <laughs> I do have WeChat. I mostly made it as a joke, but yeah. I took it off my phone when I saw that um my phone was browsing phishing sites for like 10 hours.
1: What? Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, yeah. you got hacked or something?
4: I mean, I don't know that if that means I was hacked. WeChat it stopped was- after I deleted it. <laughs> So what are you supposed to conclude from that? Um, What is WeChat? It's one of the big Chinese social media platforms beyond uh, Weibo, right? That's the other one that's like the equivalent of Facebook. Um, And this one is sort of like WhatsApp. Um, You have to get endorsed or recommended by another user who already has an account. Um, So I had to like... Reach out to somebody that I knew who knew someone who had it mm. to give me like a voucher to get on the platform. It's like very exclusive, and they don't want Westerners on it.
5: Mm. They're owned by Tencent. Uh, I imagine it's just basically the CCP, such so yeah. as a Chinese company that's yeah, beholden
4: yeah. and to they the they DCP. really only want Chinese citizens on it. Okay. Ideally, but like, so. like
2: your, your, your. I made it as a joke YouTube to be is. like,
4: you can find me on WeChat, like as a joke. That's
2: hilarious, by the way.
4: Um. <laughs> That's
2: hilarious. But but they but everything's on there, right? Like you, you pay, I guess your mortgage through this thing. Really? Oh. Yeah, you, every, like all oh, your payments, ATM. I, I don't know. I, don't get me to lying. But if oh, all I
4: saw is like the most basic functions, like posting a picture, posting yeah. something that looks like a tweet.
2: Yeah, but we are a Chinese citizen. Like everything, yeah. Goes through WeChat. I'm sure like, it's You a can't lot survive in China without WeChat or something. So, like so that. you're
1: like saying kind of like Facebook in a sense. Yeah, There you go. But I guess I guess Facebook
4: really. If you lost use Facebook to pay your mortgage. <laughs> right. It,
5: they're, they're bl- so you're talking about turning it into a payment system, like a payment services uh, platform. That's that's true because the metaverse is blending uh, social media and payment services as well mm-hmm. as like all sorts of stuff, mm-hmm. voting services. They're trying to blend like yeah all these things together. So you're, you're it's basically your life in the digital space. Centralization. It sucks. Yeah. I want to swipe right on that guy and send him ten cents, and that guy and send him five dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack Dorsey was trying to get, he's been integrating payment systems with Twitter while he was there. Yes. Well, he has, what is he, what does he do? Cash App? Cash yeah. App. And Square. Square. And then they want Bitcoin tips, I think, too. Or some, was in Bitcoin? Yeah.
2: Alright, well. Yeah. yeah, you get tipped in Bitcoin, yeah.
1: Well, look, we'll see, we'll see what happens to the Elon stuff, but it's Friday night, and I think it's time we, we get to the, the more fun story here. Hmm.
3: More important. Yeah. Here we go,
1: ladies and gentlemen, from Newsweek. Joe Biden mocked for apparent teleprompter flub. Repeat the line.
0: Yo, this is amazing. You ready for this one? Let's play it. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. <laughs> women are not without...
4: You <laughs> didn't yo. repeat the
0: line. Repeat the line. But the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. End of quote. Repeat the line. Here's the funny thing.
1: You ready for this? Newsweek reports... He's mocked for an apparent teleprompter flub. End of quote is not the first time he has read that. Hmm. Okay. And guess who fact-checked it as false? Also Newsweek. Amazing. Fact-check. Did Joe Biden accidentally read teleprompter instruction during speech? This is from November 2021, November 24th. False. The phrase end of quote was not a teleprompter instruction accidentally read by Biden. It was part of the speech (laughs) used to bookend the Walmart CEO's remark. Which Biden began citing seconds earlier with the phrase to quote the Walmart CEO. How many people have you ever met who go and I was talking to this activist who said, "quote I enjoy going uh, to the mall to shop." End of quote. Sometimes I'll
3: mm. say close quote, but that's the <laughs> or end I'm quote. Get. It is yeah, it,
1: end quote. quote. That's but the, typically people would just say quote. That's usually for like an audio book.
3: Yeah, something really formal. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think the reality is. They put that in there as instructions. Right. And repeat the line. Because mm-hmm. they're supposed to pull it back. And then Biden just
5: Ron Burgundy's but it. at the very least, yeah. it's not the phrase, end of quote, that's in contention. It's the phrase, repeat the line. And, then, the and then he
4: didn't do it.
5: And, and, and right. And and he didn't do it. <laughs> and a White a White House something. staffer said, he actually said, let
1: me repeat the line. Oh, he didn't say, let no, me. No, he, I, I, they actually tweeted. That's crazy. That's
3: what they said. They're yeah.
1: gaslighting. And you know why Dude. they do that? Because what's going to happen now is the media will say, Conservatives accuse Joe Biden of X. White House says Y. Mm-hmm. And people who don't pay attention, to the, pay attention to the news will see that story and not the fact that Joe Biden read the prompter like Ron Burgundy. And yeah. that they're
4: trying not to laugh in the background. Yeah. That's no, the best that right. How does Kamala at not laugh her <laughs> Her face
2: changes. It does. Her face changes. It's guy. more
4: contempt on her face. Yeah,
2: she's like, <laughs> Let me pull this one up. Let's make it hey, big. I want to see Kamala. It's like cringy. Look at the guy on the right.
1: He's
4: what is trying Kamala? not to laugh. Mm-hmm.
2: Look at him. He's like, I hope he doesn't mess
7: this up. I think
1: I think, Kamala's just like...
7: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com.
5: You think she'll write a book like My Time as the VP? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, I, I want to mention. I, who, do you know who this guy on the right is? is no.
4: that looks like Rob no. Emmanuel, maybe?
1: No, that's oh, not Rob <laughs> Emanuel. I mean, it does kind of look like him. I mean, face blind. sort sure. of. The guy on the right is like holding back laughing. <laughs> yeah. Kamala Harris. I, I can imagine what's going on in their heads. The guy on the right in his head, he's like, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> Kamala Harris, in her mind, it's... Because <laughs> look at her face. She's just like... Bah. When you hear her talk, she just says words.
4: One of the yeah. replies to this was like, she says, he repeated the line because the line was there and he wanted to say it again because
3: he needed to repeat the line.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's how End she talks.
3: Quote. This is why they gave him instructions that said, you do this. You do this. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, this. Oh, right. This that's, that's, that's great. Cr- that yeah. So awesome. that, that, remember, Simon Says yeah. game. Remember that card? Yeah.
5: You yeah. is so big on the yeah. card. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So he doesn't yeah. actually read it. That explains it.
1: So he had a card and it said, you stand up, you talk to the press, you ask, because when you don't put that there, he actually just does exactly verbatim. Yo, this guy is not all with it. Nobles. Do you think
4: he's on drugs? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Of course.
1: I mean, you have but to. uppers.
4: Uppers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This dude's probably on so much meth. I just saw a video yeah. of him from like four years ago. Man, I'm not. I'm not saying so like he's smoking much. crystal. I'm saying yeah. Giving him Adderall. Adderall and yeah. other uppers, other meth mm-hmm. derivatives and things like that. Yeah. Amphetamines. are Amphetamines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adderall's not meth it's different amphetamines but right. some kind of mm-hmm. okay I shouldn't say meth some kind of amphetamine <laughs> I'll say meth but it's
4: yes. funnier to say meth That's I mean okay. I, honestly it's funnier to think that he's just like smoking butter, like the crystal he's got the yeah. blue stuff yeah. mm-hmm. from the the Walter White
2: They was White. giving <laughs> him the good, good stuff
1: during
4: that the good, oh <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah.
4: He
1: okay. like, damn they would have him sleep for 20 hours and wake up right before. Mm-hmm. Then they would inter- give him an IV drip of some real legit Ooh. upper.
4: He's just on another planet. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: His eyes were like, his pupils are dilating. He's like, <laughs> I can see everything. There were his
4: eyes bleeding a few yes. times? Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. terrifying. And then pair that with his like Cheshire cat smile. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I
1: remember when his eye popped on stage. Did yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like dude.
5: a blood vessel or something crazy. Was mm. that, you think that was drugging? Because I've never seen it happen before stress. since.
4: Well, stress. He's just, maybe just stress. It can be a lot of things. But
5: mm-hmm. drugs can induce stress as well.
1: You know what I think it really was? Because like, it had popped before he went out on stage, right? I'm not no, sure. No, I think it popped on stage. You sure? Mm. I think so. Because I was going to say he was probably making a boom boom and he's an old it's man. So heart.
6: he was like, <laughs>
1: No, I <laughs> will. No, For real, you know, no. let it happen. You know. oh, that's terrible. You guys watched the new <laughs> White he, House? Did, well, I'm sorry, didn't he poo his pants in front of the Pope or something? <laughs> that's that's <what>? a story. heard story, is that <laughs> confirmed?
4: Let's fact check.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna Google search this. Let's back check. Poo. It was weird that they confirmed. they
4: wouldn't record that
3: meeting Poopy or live stream that meeting. Oh, good, it's a song. Yeah, great Okay, here
1: we go, you guys. We got it. Snopes has got the truth. <laughs> okay. Did Biden poop his pants in Rome? Another president, another pants-pooping rumor. <laughs> oh <boy>. uh, false. <laughs> well, hold on there a minute. There, what, was, a there was a rumor that Trump did the move.
4: same? What
1: the heck? There was a rumor that Trump hired lady women of the night to relieve themselves
2: on a bed—that's
3: a little. I cool. mean, Remember yeah. That? But right. Snopes yeah. is
2: funny. Like when they do the fact check, it's like, yes, there were traces of feces in his <laughs> underwear, <laughs> but, but it wasn't a full <laughs> poop. Yeah. So, no. so <laughs> therefore, false. Yeah. Right. That's what they do. <laughs> like what? They say
1: an actual rumor is not a fact.
6: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that an explains it. So
1: look at this. Uh, he says there's there's no evidence as claim. The claim wasn't derived from photos or Biden. The story was that. Joe Biden was apparently uh, having some meeting and then mysteriously went absent for a short amount of time and then came mm. back wearing some other clothes or something. <laughs> like and everyone's like, he pooped his pants.
2: And I'm, <laughs> I, I'm exactly like, I agree. Like. I don't know if he actually did. Remember, Likely, remember the pissy the, the kid used to come to school with an extra pair of pants? Yeah. When
4: he was oh, like, yeah. like kindergarten. <laughs> <It's>
2: like <energy>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Biden needs an extra
5: Bro pair had to pants. clean
4: himself up.
5: <laughs> I've been watching the... Um, the secret- what what is it, her job the woman the Pre- uh, press secretary yeah the press secretary yeah. she speaks for him this new girl and she says um a lot mm. I want to get ahead Wait, on this one what is her name her I don't job. know What uh, the new black lady yeah what's her yeah, name I
4: only remember redhead lady. Yeah,
5: that was Jen Saki. Yeah, she
4: was insufferable.
5: She mm. just keeps Karine. this woman. Karine is her name. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I want to point out that she says um way too much. Does she? Yeah, yeah. She it's says disturbing. things that
3: just aren't true way too much, and she also says I don't know way too much. Mm. Oh, what about Hunter Biden's laptop? I have no idea. You got to talk to Hunter Biden. Got to talk to the White House
2: about that. It's on. Um,
4: but Jen Saki would good. say we're um, going to circle back to that, right? She was way better. They job. don't circle back.
6: Yeah. Well, Saki had back. more
2: experience. You know, when you're like a well-seasoned communist, like lying just
6: <laughs> right. comes with the territory. Exactly. Uh-huh.
2: Well, it's it's
1: like when you look into their eyes, you don't see a soul, mm. and it's just they're programmed. They can say whatever they need to with a straight face. Short yeah, Shark eyes.
2: Short yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, just the blatant lying that the left the left <laughs> conducts is just egregious. Oh, remember oh. Remember, remember when
1: uh, Jack Posobiec got punched? Yes. And then the cops walked up, having witnessed it, and that fat antifa woman goes, "Nothing happened." Yeah, it's just like those eyes, dude. Those evil, lying eyes. Yeah. There's not a they're trace not, that they're, they're, they're doubting
4: not. what they're saying. Like they really they, are
1: believing. No, it. Know, no, they know they're the lying. She, she, she was, like, smirking, like, nothing happened. Uh-huh. I didn't see anything. And the cops were like, yeah, we witnessed it. We're arresting.
5: It, the, like, lying is good if you're lying against an evil entity like yeah. the Nazis. Where where are you hiding the Jews? And you're like, I don't have any Jews in this house, but you are hiding people that you're saving. Mm. The, you're you're a liar, but you're doing it. So these people probably are
2: justifying so what they, it. Well, well what that's what think. Saul Alinsky says, right? The end justifies well, justified, means.
4: Some people believe all lying is unethical. Yeah. Regardless of consequences or circumstances. that yeah. maybe Jordan Peterson.
1: Like what if what if you know like I'd like shots Like what if your kid is like, you know, mom, am I attractive? What's the mom gonna say? Yo, you're ugly. Like, gotta,
2: you gotta... I did that once to my oh, kid, no. man. Oh, how was it? You it you was kidding? terrible. Oh my
6: gosh.
2: <laughs> he, he came to me, he said he, he drew like this this picture. And he's a young boy, and he was like seven or eight at the time. He said, Dad, what do you think of this picture? And I asked him, I said, do you want to know the truth of what I think? And he looked me in the eye, he said, yeah, I want to know the truth. I said, "Bro, that shit is ugly." Oh man. <laughs> and he started breaking down crying. I'm like, "I'm such an idiot. I'm so stupid." Like Is this what I'm saying? I was supposed to lie, duh. Did you like give him
5: specific or criticisms like that nose is too big No, nah, after he started crying. I was like, "Man, I'm just playing, bro. That shit is dope." You know, <laughs> like, you know, no, but you, you don't
1: like if it's a, if it's a little kid and they're trying, you know, you don't got to say that's terrible. You just be like, "You're doing really well. You yeah, need but,
2: to improve." But the way he said it was like he wanted constructive feedback, Mm. right? Like I was trash. (laughs) I I was in. I was hanging out with uh three uh, grown adults, and we were having a conversation about uh, grown folk stuff. And I said, "Can I can I provide some criticism?" And he says, "We don't use the word criticism here. It's called constructive feedback. So you know you're definitely dealing with some Democrat (laughs) (laughs) liberals." They have to make it as verbose as
1: possible. Yeah. As if it like softens the offense.
5: So what do you think is the best thing with a kid that wants the truth? Like, are you like, well, I don't like it, but let me tell you why. You, this line's a little crooked. You could do this a little straighter. You have a lot of good, and then give him a compliment sandwich. Like I, I don't know no. if kids
4: understand the complexities of that, though. Yeah,
2: no, you just say, you know what? You're on your way yes. to great, you're great art. To be awesome. You're going to be awesome. This is a great start. You just got to go with that. You know? We're yeah, still fantastic. honest, but yeah. it's not saying. Right,
1: you, right. Know. you know, Or you can mix it up a little bit and be like, you're on your way to being really, really great. You keep working at this. You're going to be fantastic. Yeah. But my, the honest truth is you're no Rembrandt.
6: Right, not
0: yet, yeah, so, so, but you gotta <laughs> like, keep working That's pretty harsh, <laughs> yeah. that is pretty harsh, but
1: you're no Rembrandt, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'd say it's more of a manet. Not Monet. Yeah. You're close. <laughs> <plus. laughs> and then if your kid actually knows anything about art, they're like, oh, <gasps> right. "How dare you?
2: You're more of a Picasso, you know Picasso. You're more of a like Really Pollock. ugly. Just yeah. like you're the next Picasso.
1: That's what you can do. You can you can be like he's a famous artist, you know yeah. with Jackson Pollock, right? So yeah. when your son writes draws trash, you can just be like, well, you know, some people like it.
5: So right. the the press secretary is treating us like a little kid that she doesn't want to make start crying by being like the economy's in shambles, and we're like, oh, 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 oh. So yeah. she's like it's great, it's the economy's. <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You're doing great. You're going to be fine.
2: I don't know. That's what they were lying about. The whole uh Ukraine. I'm not, not allowed to say that here on YouTube, but
6: oh, yeah. the, the yeah, whole
2: right. gas, right? Like, oh, gas prices are low because Putin. And it's just like, what? Like,
6: gas prices are high because
2: of Putin. Right, right. Gas prices are high because of Putin. Right. They're low in, in Russia. But – right. <laughs> but they lied about that, right? Like and and then they they used Brittany Griner as a political pawn and said she's locked up because Putin is like no, she's locked up because she broke a law. <laughs> just, just just just
1: stop and think about how amazing this is. Gas prices are skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. People are complaining about gas prices going up. Yeah. Then one day Putin invades Ukraine and Biden goes, oh, those gas prices? It's, it's Putin. And all these right. Democrats go, oh, that explains it. And we're like, dude, that just happened. The price of gas was already, already up. Already right. And they're like, no, it's Putin. It's yeah. like, okay, man.
5: Yeah, everybody was look. looking for the villain. They're like, who's the villain? Who's, who's the villain? villain? Something bad. Who's this the villain? Is, There's got to be a villain mm-hmm. because this, of
1: this. This is what I imagine. That that fat Antifa woman, when Jack Posobiec got punched and she looks at him, she's like, I didn't see anything. And you, and it's like she got that smirk on her face. Okay. Remember when that Strzok guy, whatever his name is. Peter when Strzok. Peter oh Strzok. Yes. Gosh. And he's testifying and he that thing with his eyes. And And Christine Blasey Ford does it too. What? These people like envision themselves as like G.I. Joe villains. That's what it looks like. Like. It's like you're acting like you're evil, dude.
2: Do they believe they're on the side of good though? I don't know. Maybe they think they're villains. The
5: guy that said that we need to protect the liberal world order. It was pretty much like, I think he thinks he's on the side of good, oh. but that the side of good is the liberal world, is like global military American dominance.
2: So that means his boss has completely got him conditioned and brainwashed. I just, yeah. He's like literally creme de la creme of the sheep.
5: But I'm wondering these days, like, you know, the liberal world order, you're familiar for the Central, do you know much about? No. It's like the, in 1946, they built it after World War II. They're like, we can never have another world war. We need to set up military bases around the world. Mm. We're going to use the American military as the forefront. We're going to use the American economy. And it's like a global, the um, industrial, military industrial complex, basically. Yeah. So now... They called it the New World Order. George mm. Bush Sr. was like, We're going to set up a new world order. And they're talking about improving new this liberal order. This liberal world order. Mm. And it's basically there's this, or there's like the Chinese world order, which is BRICS, mm. uh, Brazil, Russia, China, India, South, South Africa. Africa. Um, so it's like we're going to have one world order or another. I mean, I, we might be able to, to resist and have like a decentralized union. Which is ideal, in my mm. opinion. But mm. right now we have these world competing world orders, and it's like, do we support the the liberal one or do we just allow? Well, I wrote a book.
2: Or- I wrote a book on a world order. Okay, uh, it's called the Patriot Report: Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War. And there was this funny part in my book about the Bretton Woods Agreement, and and how they were able to convince the United States to be um the reserve currency for these nations, and that was pretty. Uh, eye-opening, studying the Bretton Woods Agreement and Keynes and how they put this together and then how that led into, uh, I would call hyperinflation of the dollar. And I think that's 1971 that happens when it, it uh, Bretton Woods Agreement basically dissolves. But that, that, when I looked at the Bretton Woods Agreement, like, I think that was 1944, Bretton Woods Agreement. Somebody got to look that up. Um Don't get me to line, But it lines up with what you said, like that whole world order around that same time period. So now when you say it, I'm like, hmm, maybe there's some connectedness there. It's falling apart. 1944, yeah. 1944? The, yeah. There you go. Yeah. When
1: when Epstein is mainstream, like the whole Epstein story, when Maxwell's being publicly sentenced, they won't reveal the client list. When the Georgia Guidestones are blown up, mm. when they're shooting at Farmer's. Mm.
5: Meanwhile, there's a food shortage coming. You know, mm-hmm. the narrative is collapsing. I understand the hatred of the patriarchy. That, like, oh, we've got these old Roman guys basically trying to own everyone through religion and through, you know, whatever. God is a man. All this nonsense. But like, it doesn't mean that just destroying it is the way to go. Because yeah. there's much worse things out there as well. We got to keep that in mind. Yeah, Chinese communism is very dangerous. The CCP is very dangerous. The citizens are like on lockdown twenty-four. 24- they're like. Well, let's 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 talk a little bit about
1: this. Uh, this is the story from NPR: Shinzo Abe killed at 67 leaves a storied legacy as Japan's longest-serving premier. Mm. So, for those that didn't see the story, I mean, this may this, this it's been a crazy week, right? Yeah. I know the Large Hadron Collider just fired up, but man, already insane.
2: yeah, it's crazy been insane week. As soon as that thing opened,
1: and it, I mean, it's honestly it's been a crazy past month or so. But so Shinzo, Shinzo Abe in Japan, he's the longest-serving pr- uh, uh, prime minister. Mm. He's very popular, and he was shot in the back. Mm. Cowardly, cowardly assassination. The dude had a homemade shotgun. Mm. So, you know, people talk about how he opposed China. Mm-hmm. He was conservative. He opposed communism. And so many are wondering what was the motivation for taking him out. Mm. Could it be that Japan was leading uh, uh, leading the cause against China in the in Southeast Asia? You look at what Joe Biden's uh, doing with his son.
6: Mm-hmm. Joe
1: Biden was was taking oil out of the strategic reserve and about a million barrels. Were given to China through a company called um, uh, what is it? Do you remember what it's called? No, You're I don't. From? No, 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 no. Unit, no. Unit, UNESCO, UNESCO. No, no, no not UNESCO. Sanepac so, so, or whatever. I can't remember the name. <laughs> okay. No,
3: I can't. Sorry.
1: We could put. We could pull it up. But um, you have to wonder. You know, his sons involved in these companies mm-hmm. had apparently invested some some something through private equity. It really does look like they're trying to give or hoard wealth and bring it to China. You look at what happens to Shinzo Abe. I think they're not going to win. When when these actions are overt and in the public and Hmm. it's no longer a conspiracy theory, it looks like the liberal world order, Mm -hmm. their global agenda is failing. Mm -hmm. They are desperately trying to
5: stop the holes. They're bursting in the hole, but Mm -hmm. they can't do it. Do you think that the people like the the global banking establishment, for instance, like the Bank for International Settlements in Switzerland, is it intentionally – Moving the wealth and power away from the liberal world order – world order. i got to get this right. Liberal world order into Bricks, the Chinese world order. Mm. And it's intentional. And that's why they're happy to see all this hatred of the liberal world order. Mm. Um, but they're still using the American government as pawns to try and act like we're defending it.
6: Mm. Mm.
2: Well, that's a good point. I mean this you, world order or- – Unipec was
1: was a Chinese company. And it was associated with um, Sinopec is the the parent company of which Hunter Biden uh, is tied to. Mm. In 2015, a private equity firm he co-founded bought a $1.7 billion stake in Sinopec marketing. So I just think Joe Biden's gutting and selling out the system. And I think a lot of it is they're trying. I
5: think they're trying to transfer wealth to China. Who
2: invested? You said that transfer wealth to China. Biden's
5: son invested in
1: Sinopec. Hunter Biden is tied to Sinopec. How, how, through a what? private equity firm he co-founded, which bought $1.7 billion, $1.7 billion stake in Sinapec okay, marketing. Okay, the,
5: the president's son is investing in China, in the communist Chinese oil companies. That this is freakish. Joe Biden, his, his company is doing it. And I Joe Biden say. took our oil and sent it their way. Oh, look, we're not enemies at every turn. I get that.
2: But mm-hmm. like at some point, uh, like put the cards on the table. Well, well when you sit... When you sit in the position of power, um, it gives you opportunity to make uh, a fortune for yourselves. And I think that, you know, especially when you use these terms like liberal world order, these people don't have an allegiance to America or United States per se. Right. They have an allegiance to their club, to their families. Right? We weren't invited out to, uh, what's the club that they just went out to out there in Switzerland? Davos? Davos. Davos, We weren't invited to Davos, right? So, I, I think it's that club. And then when we start saying like, you know, moving money into China, it could be a little bit of hedging their bets, right? Like you put a little bit of money here. I think they're trying to invest in Ukraine, right? And they're just trying to hedge their bets. My thing is, especially when I've been studying, uh, Russian history, which is quite fascinating, um, they, they, uh, it seems like Russia's the one place they just can't penetrate too deeply, this world order. And they've been poking at it for a really long time, obviously going back to, uh, the Russian Revolution, et cetera, et cetera. They've been poking at this bear, you know, uh, and then, you know, the North was, uh, allied, you know, Abe Lincoln basically owes Russia for helping him win that war, the Civil War. So, you know, um I don't know, man. I, I look at Russia as being a, a key, uh, component in all of this. So when, when I look at this table, right, this pseudo table, you know, I guess there's America sitting at the table and there's some Chinese man sitting at the table. And I think the Russia, Russian oligarchs were kicked out the club, I guess, <laughs> right? And they're just not allowed at the table anymore. But I think Russia has always been its own thing. And I think that's the one thing they're trying to conquer. But I think there's somebody buddy with China. Oh, absolutely. Because China is so, Their population, they've come so far in in, in just a short amount of time. This is a a backwards agrarian society at one point. Like They were all farmers, and then they started producing shoes, and then they became a a superpower and bootleg and everything. And they got a strong military, and I think we we fear them. I think there's some legitimate fear there.
1: I think everything we're seeing across the board is just the liberal world order has fallen. It's, mm. they, they've lost control. They lost control what is, in 2016. What,
2: what is this liberal world order?
1: It's a collection of um, international interests, mm-hmm. political leaders, and corporations mm-hmm. that are working together to prevent World War III. That's
5: uh, the,
2: to the council. or what? Yeah. Well, through, through use of is limited, that their excuse or is that what they're really trying to do? Henry
5: Kissinger talked a lot about limited war. And the oh. idea was we would set up proxy wars rather than say that there's some Russian aggression, communist. Oh, I see what you're east. saying. Rather than bomb Moscow, we just have war with them in Vietnam. Yeah. We could blow up all our weapons and then, you know, Raytheon can make a, a crap load of money. Yes. Still. And we can we can keep the, the power moving, keep yeah. the bombs building, but yeah. without having to destroy each
2: other. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah you can yeah. you can pull up the Council on Foreign Relations and they break down. What is the liberal world order? Or mm. the liberal economic world order. That's so when George W. Bush or um, anyone else says a new world order, they're talking about something evolving from the liberal world order, something else. Mm. The funny thing is this is a conspiracy theory ten years ago.
2: Right. And now it's just Public information. Yeah, it's kind of now Biden's
1: advisor is going on TV and saying it. Yeah, that's why I think it's falling apart. They needed to rule from the shadows, call you crazy
5: if you criticize them. Mm -hmm. They can't anymore. Mm. Now it's just the 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 truth. I think the new world order that they're trying to do is I don't know if it's the metaverse, if it's like Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum, that the governments cannot control themselves; they
7: need corporations to control them. Step into the world of power loyalty.
6: They, they need the corporation.
1: He <laughs> <laughs>
5: and he's wearing his like but Sith outfit. Weird Have you seen that, that cloak he wears? Or that's what a new world order that could be established. But I don't like the idea of people being like digital slaves, um, mm. getting their body heat harvested. And, and, oh, yeah. You know, as well, long, as,
2: as
1: long as you're in charge, you know, like one of the five people controlling Big Tech Silicon Valley, everyone else, you're screwed.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, Why are we talking going. about it like the world order that takes power next is the last one? Good I mean, point. we've had many world orders, right? Many dynasties, empires. Nope, just one. Which one is that? Just
1: one. Just, just I don't know. Biden. <laughs> just Biden.
4: <laughs> just Biden. Just Globo it, Homo. <laughs> Biden. Biden
1: has been the, uh, the 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 in charge of it all since uh, forever, actually. Yeah. Since Atlantis. Biden <laughs> is actually <laughs> Satan. The Biden family is – you know it's funny is like Sun Tzu, when you are strong, appear weak, when you're weak, appear strong.
6: Mm-hmm. Like
1: the gag is that Joe Biden goes up on stage and then says nonsense and reads the prompter. And then he's like – he, as soon as he gets backstage, he stiffens up, straightens up, says, all right, get to work, ladies – you know, everybody. And he's like <laughs> yeah, right. clean, fast, sharp with it. It's like he's the 80th generation of Bidens who have been controlling the, the world. The
5: of Andy Kaufman is alive and well, ladies and gentlemen. Like, <laughs> this is
1: total – Obama you know criticized them, and then behind the scenes is like
5: Joe I'm I'm so you know I had to say that because that's what they, okay you get it Wh- whatever you need sir I feel like it's the Roman world order was pretty predominant and then they made the Catholic Church to kind of they're like well if we can't govern them with our with our emperor anymore we're going to govern their minds with our religion and th-
2: well do you yeah, I I would agree with that um I just want to add to that I I think it's sort of reverse order I think People were first ruled by religion. And then uh, later on, it was, uh, I guess, nationality. Is what when was that? It? When what?
4: Like when nation states came to be?
2: Well, you had the Islamic world, right? The Islamic world was a huge superpower. and
4: That's ancient as well. I mean, they kind of, in a way.
2: Well, it depends on what you would uh, define as ancient. I mean. 50 I, I, years old. It's 50 years old. Yeah, if you would say 50 years <laughs> old, then yeah, like, you know, but All the like the Ottoman Empire, the for example, like mm-hmm. Ottoman Empire doesn't fall until, I guess, what is it, the late 1800s, early 1900s, right? Yeah, after World War One. Yeah, so the Ottoman Empire is like usually Islamic, et cetera, et cetera. So they had a lot of power. In fact, the, you know, if you read this book by Chancellor William called Destruction of African Civilization, uh, there's a uh, if I'm not misquoting him, but there's a part in there that basically says Islam is the reason why African civilizations fell, uh, and it's pretty interesting what his theory is on that. I can explain what, if you want. But. What, yeah. yeah, you
1: have an elevator version, elevator pitch version. Yeah,
2: yeah. Basically, what he says is um, uh, the, the 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 missionaries of the Caliphate uh, sit on your borders. And they basically peddle the religion. But the, the the people that are sitting on the borders of your nation are also doubling as spies and learning about your culture and your ways and so on and so forth, how things move. And then basically what happens is, um, uh, you know, African is pit against African. Because you're now choosing am I African or my Islam first, and many people were choosing Islam over being African. So now you have this divided nation, and he has a lot of evidence to support it in the book. Uh, I think it's a pretty interesting theory. The Caliphate's interesting because it's not national; it's like this its own
5: entity. I don't know mm. much about it. I just know that the head of the Caliphate is not necessarily the head of the country. Yeah, no. no. so
2: so is it that when they would say the nation. Well, the nation of Islam was a specific
5: thing right that was like a an organization that was created yeah
2: yeah but then you also have then you have the church that comes down right so like when you go into african nations you'll see like the uh the white jesus on the wall like i i I buried my grandma i think it was last year in jamaica and it was just hilarious to see a whole black congregation and then them have like a picture of white jesus on the wall and all i just see is like colonization but I think uh, nations first ruled with religion, and I think you know after that it kind of evolved, and the new religion that, is something else now. That's
1: crazy, to me though, because a lot of cultures have their own ethnic image of jesus like there's we talk about a lot there's Mm -hmm. japanese jesus Mm, really yeah yeah yeah. oh that's dope yeah and uh, um we've we've had seamus on talking about it too where he's just like yeah of course every culture views him as like you know as them or whatever and there's like no issue there or whatever and
4: interestingly uh apparitions of the virgin mary are often uh Mm. different based on the culture Mm. so our lady of guadalupe appeared their ethnicity in their cultural garb. Mm. Um, but much different from Our Lady of Lords, for instance, or Fatima. Okay. Um, that's started. why I'm
1: like, I don't I don't see it you know, we see these memes all the time from the left and they're like, here's what Jesus really looked like and it's like <laughs> a Sephardic. Like you that's know, not guy. the point.
4: Obviously yeah, there's no, no description of what Jesus looks like in the Bible because that wasn't the point but, but of but him I'm, being I thought here. it
2: was Daniel seven verse nine or Daniel nine verse seven. I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, it said he, he was six foot
5: five with bulging muscles and blonde hair.
2: <laughs> like Jason, he looked like Jason Momoa.
5: Yeah, <laughs> from the from the from. The, wait, there, so there's literally you say there is a description of him, but you were mentioning there's, yeah, I believe not there to is. my knowledge. Is it? I mean, I could see that that would be intentional if he had like dark skin and they're like, we need to empower the Roman patriarchy and we need to disempower the Jews. Let's make people I d- think I d- this guy's a white guy. I
1: disagree. Mm. I think if they wanted to control you, if the idea was about control, you would need to convince the people he's of you. Mm-hmm. So yes, the yes. idea would be to make a picture of a Japanese Jesus, to make a picture of an Arabic Jesus, or a white Jesus, so that right. those people would be like, oh yeah, they're like me.
6: Mm.
5: That's no. if, so if, they if, gave if, no
2: description. Or uh, I want to hear what you were saying. What was it called? The the section where you thought there was a description of Jesus? Oh yeah, is it Daniel seven verse nine or Daniel nine verse seven? I'm no biblical guy. I could be completely off, but uh, that that just popped in my mind for some. I want
5: I want
1: I want to jump to this story real quick too. and We we carry this on. Just uh, talking about what happened to Shinzo Abe, gun control. We're also talking about religion and things like that. It just made me think of, you know, A Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) And I have this tweet. I'm going to read it because I don't care if I get in trouble on, you know, YouTube or whatever. So I tweeted, um, the good news is that once guns are banned, the handmaidens will have no way to fight back against fascists and will be forced to carry babies for fat incels. Mm. Wow. Wow. So I just, you know, I thought of this because I'm I'm on Facebook and I'm just like (laughs) scrolling through it. And then I see I see an individual who posted two memes The first meme was a handmaiden, Mm. and it was like the theocratic fascists are forcing women to carry babies or whatever. And the next one was like, we should ban Mm. all guns. I'm sick of this. Just ban all of them. And I'm like, who do you think will then have the guns? Yeah. Like, you think you're being ruled like you're you're in The Handmaid's Tale, and then you want the theocratic fascists to have all the guns. Mm. And I was like, maybe this will be like a way for you to understand why that's a bad thing. Mm. Yeah. What was the name of the country, uh, in Handmaid's tale? I've never seen it. Or read know. it. Or read it or anything. I don't know. You don't know? Some dumb Nobody knows. It's so stupid. Let me, uh,
2: hop out the window and just, uh, take a guess here. Italy.
1: No, no, no. It was like, it was in North America, but yeah. they changed the name of the
2: country and it oh. was like, hmm. women were forced to... Oh, be this is a fictional place? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. oh.
3: Lightly fictionalized. Oh,
2: okay. Cause it looks very Catholic. The garb. Well,
1: that was the idea. It looks it was very like,
4: Puritan, not Catholic. Yeah, yeah, like a
1: religion took over. Mm. And then now all these yeah. people are like, we're living in The Handmaid's Tale. Quick, give the government your guns. The Republic of Gilead. Gilead. Oh, oh, Gilead. That's what it was. Okay. Bible name.
6: Yeah. yeah, that's
1: right. Because these people have only read uh, two books, Harry Potter and The Handmaid's Tale. Yep. <laughs> but as Seamus points out often, they probably didn't even read the books. They watched the adaptation. Yep.
6: Mm. And
5: there this is, the, it's a strongly patriarchal white supremacist totalitarian. This is at least from Wikipedia. It could be anything. Theonomic. Theocratic state. What's a theonomic state? I guess like the economy is based on religion or something. Do
1: they like do that? the god
5: god king is on the coin and stuff. <laughs>
1: I guess maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
4: maybe they're getting at something. You know, what's like really Handmaid's Tale is the fact that like pubescent girls are put on the pill at like age 12. Or like surrogacy is so common. I got That's it. Theonomy
5: is hypothetical form of government ruled by Christian divine law in which non-Christians are excluded from citizenship.
1: No, I thought that was theocracy.
5: That sounds uh, healthy actually. Yeah. Well in a theocracy you can I think you can be a non you can not practice the religion and still be a citizen. Oh, but in theonomy, you have to? Apparently, yeah. Or you're excluded. Hypothetical though, so maybe it's never, no, no one's ever existed before.
1: I like how there's always one book, they're like, it's 1984!
5: And then a, a law changes, now it's the handmaid's tale! And then <laughs> Harry like, a Potter. Law it's 1984 again! What was Biden's executive order? Something about reproductive rights. Did you guys see? Yeah, was, Oh yeah,
2: I saw something about that. What did he say again?
5: He said, end of line, uh, end of quote, repeat the line.
1: Is what <laughs> that was the whole thing. That was the actually whole executive order. order. Uh, it's, it's 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 extremely limited. Let me see if I can pull it up because we didn't have it pulled up. Uh, there's not a whole lot that he can do, but uh, we do have the story here if it loads. We're get, we're being yeah. I had some slow internet. Timcast.com has given us the business. Oh, I debated a
2: congressional candidate, a Democrat congressional candidate, on the topic on that topic, Roe v. Wade and the decision, and she actually capitulated at the end. Really? Wow. Yeah. Was, like, what, what was what was your what was your stance? Like, what were you saying? I just said, let's. Can we go by like the actual SCOTUS decision in the verbiage in the held section, right? I think it's Dobbs versus Jackson or whatever. And I was like, can we just read what it says and and judge that decision and say is this decision fair? Yeah. And she had to capitulate. It was fair. after. Yeah. I mean, like after you, you know, tell me your his our history or whatever you know, of all the bad things white people have done to black people right but here's the funny thing about the debate she said um she would mandate the the, jab? yeah she said she would mandate. They're but, fascists, bro. But, but she came on the podcast saying that she was all for body autonomy oh, please. with the whole Roe v. Wade situation. <laughs> and I'm just like, how do you even? So I said to her, I said, "They're not." you just sat here and told me every reason why we can't trust white folk. And then all of a sudden, when it comes to this, all of a sudden, it's like, we got to listen to them. And I'm just like. It's because not about women's huh? health care. It's about control. It's a
1: it, it's they. They. You got really.
2: It is. People. It is about control because if you look at if we if if Roe v Wade was never overturned, that means that SCOTUS can weigh in on birth rights. Let, to let me eliminate let me, or keep a baby.
1: I, I just got to say it, yo, um leftists, you're in a cult, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Abortion is defined by the CDC as the ter- the uh, terminating a pregnancy in a way that uh, that uh, does not result in a live birth. That would mean that ectopic pregnancies; these are not. Abortions, Planned Parenthood outright says the uh, I forgot what the name of. Do, do you know what the name of the operation for an ectop, ectopic pregnancy is? It's an L, the name I think. Of the it's not an abortion; it's a surgical procedure they have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was a sto- there's a, there's a bunch of stories they're talking about where it's like uh one woman was like, I had a, a, a dead baby, you know, in my womb, and they wouldn't take it out, and it's like that's not an abortion; mm. that's a miscarriage, and yeah. there's a name. So-
3: Mm. Sopping goscomy. Sorry. Is that it is? Sal- Planned Parenthood even
1: even talks yeah. about this. Abortion is when you end the pregnancy and, and there's no live birth. So mm-hmm. the baby is... So but that's the
4: abusive language. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: the problem is these people don't understand that. So they're like, I see these memes and they go, it's not about pro-life. It's about controlling women. And it's like, the Supreme Court did not ban abortion. Yeah. You're talking about Texas? Yeah. Take it up with Texas.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: But, but when the Supreme Court goes, we do not have the authority over the states, and they cry about it. They're yeah. fascists. They're the they're the authoritarians who want to control you but and have no logic you know, just, behind their morality. The
5: problem is the Supreme Court's acknowledging they don't have the the right to decide for people. Right. And, but why would they give that power to the governors? Like a governor can decide for its entire state. That's because that's how the gov- Constitution works.
2: Yeah. Tenth yeah, Amendment says right. the states make their own rules. Basically, what, what the 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 held section says is we are. Uh, taking the authority and overturning it or it says returning it <laughs> so if you're saying returning authority that means they held authority but if they return it to
5: the states not to and the, the gu- people yeah, but not to the governor solely. Like that a governor no, is it, can. No, it's the legislature. No, how many how but the governor is, is like eleven, seventeen. How many? It's people? The legislature. Like how many people are in a state legislature? They're all different. Like some have 50, some, 50, 50, some have hundreds. Depends on how they draw up their. Yeah, every like, state has their own constitution 40. and.
1: Some, some some states are commonwealth are commonwealth systems. Some states are not. Some have a general. I think Nebraska, I think, is a general assembly, mm. and then some have representatives and senators. It's, just, it's all. It's all different.
2: Yeah, but basically, what SCOTUS is saying is. The term abortion does not exist anywhere in this document, right? Because the people that created this country weren't heathens like you anyway. (laughs) But this term isn't in here. And so because it's in it doesn't exist in here. We don't have any jurisdiction over it. What we do have jurisdiction over, however, is the fourth amendment. So if you want to claim that your privacy was violated by having this operation done, you can come back here and say, yo, they violated my privacy. You want to get, okay, cool. You can't do that States. And that's a plausible argument, but you can't say I got the right to an abortion because there's nowhere in the constitution, the word abortion, you can just press control F on it and, and, the word just doesn't pop up. And that's all the SCOTUS document is saying. And what I think it's, it's very deleterious for, for the left, especially like, I'm not going to say it's celebrities because celebrities don't know no better, but for the people that know better to manipulate women and make them believe that this decision banned abortion, I thought was really evil. Like there's yeah. women out here that are going to have Real emotional reactions to this, right? Women are gonna be crying, da da da. What if you break down crying in the middle, of, you know, driving home, you crash? Like you're putting people's lives at risk. Instead of saying, "Hey, can we teach you how to read a scotus document, a scotus decision, and then you can interpret this however you see fit?" You see, you see what happens with Brett Kavanaugh at uh, was it Morton Steakhouse?
1: Mm-mm. I yeah. heard they about show this. up, he has to exit out the back, yeah. and then people started calling in fake reservations to just jam up and hurt the business. See? Yo, these are crazy days indeed. But they man. are fascist
2: like you said, right? And people throw well, that word, word around a lot. Fascistic.
1: Yes. So, so the, the reality is they're 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 more communist. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in the sense of ideological communism. I mean it in the sense of the like literal communism. Fascists tend to be ultra traditionalist authoritarian.
6: So yes. that was,
1: that was a general idea with what we saw in Europe.
6: Mm-hmm. And
1: then you had the communists. Both of them had a salute. Both of them would raise their right arm. The, the Nazis would do the open-hand Roman salute, yeah. and the communists would do the closed-fist red salute. Mm-hmm. Today, you can walk down the street and do the communist salute, the red salute, mm-hmm. and nobody bats an eye. Right. Don't go around doing the Nazi salute. So people will beat you up. Right. So uh, with, with Europe, you had people who wanted to erase culture. Like in China, for instance, the culture Revolution. They wanted to purge the old. Mm. The fascists wanted to return to, to, to tradition. These people want to purge tradition. Mm. They want to purge religion, they want to purge tradition, they want to create a new system. they're amoral authoritarians, so it is more in the communist vein,
2: yeah, oh, it's definitely communist um but communism and so so I think communism is the is the mechanism with which. Fascism is, is empowered because I define fascism as being the control of the economy, right? And, and communism is like the process of centralizing everything. You know, even when you look at the ten the planks of Marxism, I always talk about this. The word centralization pops up in there twice, right? Centralization of credit within the hands of state and centralization of communication, right? And, and we're starting to see in the United States, there is, well, FCC obviously exists, but there is a centralization of communication and press because it's all the same people, right? So you see that, you know, popping up in the United States, but I see communism as, I see the United States as being a communist utopia already. Like oh, if, if Marx was alive today, he'd be like, damn, y'all are good. He'd really love that? it because people don't know that they're living in a communist state. People think they're living in a capitalist state it's like no the capitalism is supporting the communism
1: <laughs> and it's and 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 if that right you look at what china's doing mm-hmm. the, i love the political compass that someone took it and then folded the left and the right together and put china mm. cuz they're communists but they use market forces and systems yes. as a
5: means of control Yes. can you yeah. dive into your explanation of the us mm. being communist
2: um like at what level are you seeing i have a it? working theory oh, i can cool. give you so um united states was um 13 colonies in the very beginning and then it was somebody's idea to federate right um and then well technically
1: it was there were other british col- uh, quebec for instance was a british colony and they said no we're not going to get involved so it could have been 14 yeah yeah
2: so um really decided to federate and centralize power right all right so let's put that aside then you get the um uh the czar in russia is toppled and then you get a, the uh the uh, democratic Republic. Right. And what do they call that? The Duma. And then, uh, after that, uh, you get the, uh, uh, color revolution in Germany. And then that becomes the Weimar Republic. And that's also a democratic Republic and the, um, and the King there, um, uh, 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 falls. Right. So I'm looking at these commonalities and I'm like, all right, so you have, uh, some sort of feudalist state at that point. And then communism comes in, which is basically just a revolution to, to, to centralize power. And they br- bring this thing to a democratic Republic. And I'm looking at United States. I'm like, United States is technically a democratic Republic and we have a centralization. And then there's the whole thing about the 10 planks of communism, all being executed in the United States. Um But the main thing for me was uh, the Lenin quote, 90% of communism was creating a central bank. And I, like I said, I wrote a book on these central banks, of America, and I'm just looking at all this stuff, and I'm like, "Hmm, this is very communistic." So I just I don't view, you know, for example, when we look at something like minimum wage, like minimum wage is a, a, a socialist man- machination, right? Um, the Soviets pushed for for something like that, and it's also got like uh, racist roots as well. But um, when you see stuff like that in America, like minimum wage is like the first red flag. That we live in a communist nation. So minimum wage is just a horrible, horrible. No idea. fault divorce was communist
5: apparently too. Mm.
2: Really? Yeah, 1917.
5: What?
1: Was that, was that you who brought that up? Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's crazy. That was shocking. That was the first introduction of Explain it. Explain
0: that. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can, right? I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer? A hand clapper? A high fiver? I kinda like the high five, but if you wanna hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW, you're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Well, the, the
5: idea that, uh, in any type of marriage, you could just get divorced for no reason. Was unheard of until the communists, Lenin and his friends, in 1917 overthrew the Tsar Nicholas mm-hmm. and want uh, to destroy the family. Like, yeah, if you want to leave. Yeah, destroy. You know, whatever reason. I don't know. And I tertiary very surface they level want, to understand this. They stuff. want the state to be your family. They want you to be
1: dependent upon the state. This is
5: I. The, the communist Russians were very much fascist. Like they, yes, that, that's that's. Fascism is when the government controls business, essentially the collusion. And now the Federal Reserve is very much fascist. It's the Mm -hmm. collusion. Now I'm wondering, does that mean that it's communist? Not necessarily. You can have fascism without communism, I think. Or it's just the idea of of fascism because you can say that the government doesn't own Alphabet, doesn't own Google, but Mm -hmm. man, they can make them do what they want. Twitter, they can make Twitter shut their mouth. The the execs like do stuff. That's that's they can make deeply
1: disturbing you can get served a national security letter. People don't understand this, man. These big media companies. The you you, you think that Elon Musk can get into Twitter and save get, get into Twitter and save the day? You think that uh I'll say this even of Timcast and the Daily Wire if what what, ha- what what would we do? What would be what would you do if tomorrow the NSA the FBI the CIA whoever else comes with the national security letter and says for these reasons you have to turn over your data and you can't do these things. Mm. Dare dare us go against us. Mm. There have been a few companies that have chosen to shut down. There was one famous email uh, encrypted email provider that said, "We won't do it. We're shutting down our company and refusing to to hand over the data." And then told everybody we were served a national security letter. But that they could they could you know gulag you for that stuff. Absolutely. So most people, you went you know why you don't hear about that all that often? Because they're not going to go up against the U.S. government. Well, they're not allowed. Mm-hmm.
5: They get gag orders too. If you, hey, if that's, you that's tell not, people that you got the order, that's also a violation of the order. That's the point. If, if if we got –
1: I'll tell you this. I would shut this company down in two seconds if they came and tried to mandate we did anything. Mm. But this stuff happens.
6: Mm-hmm. They'll
1: come in and say for national security reasons, that story is dead. And this I'd be like, first, hey, Maffer, you ain't you ain't And they'd be like, then you're done. And I'll be like, what you got to understand, I, I'll, I'll stop there mm-hmm. and completely change the subject and say there was a journalist who was about to break a big story on a general – and then he complained that somebody was tampering with his car. And then he got in his car and then died because the car was speeding down <laughs> Wilshire Boulevard. And like, 90 or something. And then rammed into a tree and blew up. Mm. So uh, you have to wonder about stories like that. Or, but remember that guy who um, was investigating the CIA in crack and then he shot himself twice in the head mm. in a suicide?
6: Mm.
1: Look, you hear these stories. And the coroners or the, 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 autopsy report comes out and it's like, yes, he was hung and then shot himself in the chest and the face in a suicide. <laughs> and you're like, how could that make sense? It's not supposed to. It's supposed to be telling you this is what happens oh, that's when point. you go against us.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I like what you were saying, Brian, about like, um, that. Marx would be satisfied with what we've got going on because we think we're in a capitalist society mm. but actually you think you own your data if you're like a programmer but if the government if the CIA comes and says you give us that you, you have to, I, you're bound I mean I gotta
0: say
1: under duress for you know I don't agree I'll, I'll meet you halfway Marx would would be he'll be sitting down with some white liberal woman and going like Oh, you've done very good very good and then he turns the TV on and he sees all the woke stuff and he's like oh
2: because he's racist oh like, um, yeah he's super racist so yeah. he says like no 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 what are you doing yeah yeah So he'd actually freak out i think there's going to be some culture shock but like <laughs> after they explain to him like how well this is working about bringing he's going to go okay this is kind of genius you've used the n words to bring about oh wow i didn't even think of that and right? you made the chinese look like the bad guy and you made
6: the chinese yeah.
2: <laughs>
5: and
1: the he was like a, he was like a racist rich kid wasn't he
2: yeah. Uh,
1: well,
5: I perfect. mean, his,
2: his homie was supporting him. Angles? Angles was, was uh, supporting him. Oh, oh he was wow.
5: super rich. Angles.
2: Yeah. yeah. This is a good story. He had a couple of businesses, yeah. This is the this Friedrich Angles.
1: This is the problem. I think, who who was mentioning this before the show? I think maybe it was you, Ian, or something, that uh, someone had a joke. Ryan Long had a joke about how all these people, you know, that they're spoiled because they're like, why would you want to live in America? No, was it, it wasn't me. Who bad. was talking about that? I don't know, I wasn't so was in the room. I think it was a Ryan Ryan long made the joke mm-hmm. that you've got these uh these millennials, you know you know, they're like spoiled first worlders as they're like, Oh, America's terrible. Meanwhile, like people from Guatemala are crawling through deserts and dying in the middle of like 90 mile vast wastelands desperate to come here. I think
5: is it Sri Lanka where they're, they have gasoline rationing now yep. only mm. for emergency
2: vehicles. People are lined up. Like, what do they, you know, mm. what, what, I love America, man. I think America is beautiful. Peace. Often people are like, Oh, I want to leave the country on vacation. I'm like, why? I like America. I like, no, I I'm, I'm like down. Miami. I'm like, Hey, I got an idea. Like,
1: <laughs> I've offered to send leftists to Israel. Really? Like, I will buy you a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. We'll go out, get you a hotel room, have you talk to people. And then they're like, but Israel, and they go on and talk about evilism evil is and all that stuff, and then it's like, I'm not saying don't talk to the Palestinians. Right. I get it, yeah. but bro, imagine what it must be like to be living in a house, not understanding the political, what's going on with government, not being involved in government, and the rocket blows up over your house. Mm. You want to talk about hard living? Mm. You want to complain about life in America? Wait till the rocket lands, slams into your neighbor's building, kills your neighbor's kid, and then be like, oh, life is hard in America. Mm. They, mm. So, so, it's, it's, this is, this is the problem with most of these activists. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to take sides in Israel, Palestine, or anything like that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you gotta recognize, for people in Palestine, when the bomb comes down, life is not easy. For people in Israel, when a rocket slams into their building, life is not easy. At the very least, you can say, it's way better in America, in terms of safety, security, and comfort. Mm. And these people, born in this country, with their hipster mustaches and their, and their man buns, mm. are complaining about how bad it is here. Mm. I would like to buy that person a ticket, and bring them to Complexo do Alamau in in Brazil, mm. and let you go and see what it's like. You ever see the open air sewers in Brazil?
6: Mm-mm, so no. in the
1: favelas, because favelas are shanty towns basically, and mm-hmm. they just build where they build. Mm. There's a, a. I did an interview with a gang leader, and we're standing on his little bridge, and a, the bridge was above an open air sewer mm-hmm. where you would see PVC pipes sticking out from where the houses are, and then just turns. Mm. And they just splatter. And then when it rains, it just washes it down into the ocean. Mm. And that's what you live next to. Yeah. And that's when you walk out your front door. That's what you're looking You're not looking at a street. You're looking at an open-air sewer system. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd love to bring you there and talk to you about poverty, mm. about the people who don't have running water. So mm. what they have is they have vats on their roof. When it rains, it fills up. And that's what you get to flush the toilet. Mm. So if it doesn't rain... I went to a favela, I was in, went to a house, and I was interviewing a family, and their toilet was just stacked up with, with, with crap. Mm. And I was like, can I use your bathroom? Like, it's right here. And then I'm like, it's like above the toilet. Like, how do I use it? And they're mm. like, just pile it on. Mm. They're like, we'll flush it when we can flush it, but we won't have any water
5: right Having now. those water collectors is luxury. I was in, Seriously. in Peru, in the Iquitos, in the Beilin district, and they were just pooping in the river, and then where all the trash was, just plastic, everything, just, you could barely even see water when you look into the, into the riverway, and then they would drink that water too. They didn't, <laughs> were never educated. You know, you
1: know what's funny? That's the vaccine. I, 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 <laughs> I talk about how, uh, chickens are smart enough not to drink water they've crapped in mm. but not smart enough not to crap in their water mm. and then i realized like humans aren't even that smart they'll mm. crap in the water and then drink it yeah you know,
5: uneducated it was ignorance they didn't but the know. chickens
1: don't do it like so so yeah. we, we, we put the water thing out and the chickens will stand over it and they just look at you and they're like all dumb and they just go like they squat and then just crap right in the water mm-hmm. and then you'll watch them walk up and look at it and like look around and then walk away because mm. they know like i can't drink <laughs> that but they don't realize they did it right and so we make fun of them for it and then I was watching some video about how people were in the river just crapping and then mm. other people were scooping water out for their drinking water and I'm like, I guess chickens are doing a little better than us. Mm. Did you ever Shouldn't live fun of
2: them? around the world? Anywhere? I've traveled. Um my family's from Jamaica. So uh I've <laughs> seen um real poverty. Uh I've been to Africa, Tanzania to be exact, and Tanzania was really dope. I, I actually wanna bring my modern life out there. Um but uh Jamaica was different like even just going to my grandma's house in Jamaica was really rough uh, they didn't have water pressure <laughs> so like yeah. you turn it on and just like you know drips and you got to just shower with drips so the water pressure you know depending on what time of day who's doing what you know you had some water pressure so when we went to resort you kind of appreciate just water pressure right um, the roadways are really bad et cetera, et cetera. but beautiful island beautiful people better food they, the food I ate in Africa was amazing. The food I ate in Jamaica is just way more fresh than what we get here. That's This, this is the crazy thing, isn't it? That yeah. you, you'd think
1: going to a, a poorer country, you'd get worse food.
6: Mm-mm. You actually
1: get better food. It's Mm-mm. for a very simple reason. It's simple food. Yes. So like I'm hanging out in... I went to Thailand and uh, it's not like Thailand's all that bad. I was in Bangkok and uh, I was with this dude and he was like, you want real Thai food? And I was like, yeah. And we go to a neighborhood, very poor, and we walk into this like it's like the corner of the street they just have like they pull up raft like the, the shutters and then there's tables and then she comes out with a piece of steamed chicken and steamed rice and that was it mm. and he, and he was like this is this is thai food and i was like it's just steamed chicken and rice i like, guess anywhere and he's like that's what food is yeah i went to brazil and when you go to the poor areas you know, they eat steak
6: mm. you
1: come to america and what do you get some kind of styrofoam bun mm. with some weird ammonia processed <laughs> burger and it's like, we're eating weird garbage, but yeah. you go to poor areas and they're like, oh, it's a steak.
2: It's fresh too. Yeah. We just killed it like two minutes ago.
1: Yep. Yeah. Cause they don't have the freezers. They don't have the transport. So it's like, mm-hmm. you have the animal off the farm. You got to cook, kill it, cook it, eat it.
2: Yeah. I always said Crazy. if I was going to be homeless, I would probably move to Miami because you can just eat fresh daily, right? Catch your little fish, throw your little fire together. You got good weather. Coconuts everywhere. Coconuts, everyone. Coconut is amazing. Dude, coconuts for the win. Yeah. Especially with
5: the economy looking like it's invest. – I'm not giving you a financial dude, advice, but an investment watched- in coconuts is not the worst thing you could do. Mm. I watched the Oil, video, coconut, water. I watched a video where a dude took a coconut and he
1: cut it mm. perfectly mm. and then pried the ends off and pulled the perfect white coconut meat with the water all in it jiggling and put it in a bowl. It was like it was a viral video. Mm. That sounds like the best thing ever. Yeah. When I lived in Brooklyn years ago – there was this guy who was dressed in like a safari outfit with a machete, mm. and he had fresh sugarcane, coconut, and melon. Oh. And he would take the thing and machete, and he would chop the coconut, pour it in, scoop the coconut meat. Mm. Then he would press the sugarcane right in front of you,
6: mm.
1: all the sugarcane juice, and mm. then he would throw melon and blend it up, and I was like, that is breakfast.
2: You ever had sugarcane juice before? No. Sugarcane juice? Mm-hmm. Sugarcane juice?
5: I chewed on sugarcane. Not quite. The
2: Not year. sugar. You had sugarcane yeah, juice? Yeah, man. Bro. Amazing. Which is sugarcane juice. Is the best <laughs> juice on the planet. <laughs>
5: it's actually called sugar cane. That's the the veg. The it's yes. a fibrous plant. Yeah, and they yes.
7: they
1: put it in, the, in this expe- this expeller press. Yes, and so it gets smashed through, and then all the juice just
2: pours and they just, out. They just soak it and then smash it. It's good. I don't know what they do, dog. All I know is I had it twice. I want to say twice in Jamaica. I had it regularly, but. That was when I was a child, right? So I didn't remember. And then last time I was an adult, I went to Africa, I went to Tanzania and do so. I got sugar cane juice. I said, no, you don't. So yes, I do. And yeah, but, so you get a limited amount because, you know, he's only bring a certain amount of sugar cane with him. Man, I was drinking that stuff. It's not probably good for you because it's like pure sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the rest of the time
4: they're having such wholesome food that yeah. it doesn't even matter.
2: Right. Fresh, I want to know, people. do you think,
4: do you think that, um, I mean, where have you been in Africa?
2: Tanzania, just Tanzania. Okay. Yeah.
4: Do you think, uh, maybe they're happier than Americans?
2: I'm gonna tell you this. I hung out with the natives and I was jealous. Okay. Um, they, they are homeless, I guess you can say, but they ate better than me, right? Like I sat down and I had a fresh fish, but I probably paid 20 bucks for it. They had the same fresh fish and they didn't pay anything for it. They just it. went and got it. They went and got it. They got in their little canoe, their boat, and they went out, they caught it, they cooked it, and I said, that's not fair. I want to live like that. But they live off the land, right? Did so
1: you ever, you ever hear that old, that, there's an that old, uh, I guess you'd call it parable or story about mm-hmm. the rich guy who's vacationing. You know, rich, rich guy goes down to Central America and he's fishing and he sees this man. Who gets in his little boat and goes out and fishes and he's watching him. The man catches a couple fish, loads them up and leaves. And he mm. goes, "Hey, you, you mind to ask what you're doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm working for the day. I'm going to go sell the fish." And then the guy, the rich guy, says, no, "No, you're doing it all wrong. You could stay out here for another couple hours, catch twice as many fish, sell it, save up, buy a bigger boat." Mm. And the guy goes, "Oh, and then what what do I do?" And he goes, "He's like, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm ruining the story, but he basically says, like, what are you doing?" The guy, the old, the the little guy says, "You know, I caught some fish." I'm gonna bring it to the market. I'm gonna sell it, and then for the rest of the day, I'm gonna hang out with my family. We're gonna play music, and we're gonna drink and have fun. And he's like, "No, no, you're doing it all wrong." He says, "Stay here twice as long, sell twice as many fish, save up by a bigger boat." Mm. And he goes, "Okay, then what do I do?" Then with the bigger boat, you can catch even more fish, mm. sell those fish. Then you get two boats. Now you got the making of a fleet. Mm. And he says, "Okay, then what?" Now you got a big fleet. You you sell way more fish. You set up your own processing plant. You start selling canned fish. You market all over the world. And he goes, "Okay, and then what?" And he goes, the best part is once you're on the top and you're the biggest, you sell the company, you make millions of dollars in profit, and that's where you need to be. And he goes, okay, but then what do I do? It's the best part. Then you come down to Central America, you go fishing for a few hours in the day, then you can go and hang out with your family and play music, (laughs) have some drinks. And the joke was like, that's what the dude was doing.
2: Already? yeah. Yeah. Like, that was my point. When I saw it, I'm like, yo, um, I'm pretty sure people work. To have the life of the native. To be fair, <laughs>
1: you work because you need health care. And we, hmm. might, we might envy that We're they're going to they're, they're gonna eat care. fresh meat. Yeah. Well, think about it. These people are going are gonna to have fresh meat. Yeah. Even people – wa- I watch this documentary about people in Siberia. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're eating like walrus and stuff. And they're super ripped and healthy. And you're like, man, look at them. They've got family. They have a community. They laugh together. They're happy. Not like these sad people in the city. They're eating real food. Mm. They work for it every day and they're having the time of their lives. Then they stub their toe, get an infection, have to cut cut their foot off Mm -hmm. or they have to seek aid and get antibiotics somewhere. Mm -hmm. For us, we do a lot of this because you get sick, you get treatment. Here's Mm -hmm. the thing though. Mm -hmm. We're making ourselves sick from the garbage we're we're producing and the pollution. So it's like find that happy medium. Maybe that story is wrong. Maybe you do want to work hard. Mm. You do want to save up some resources so you can take care of yourself and your family while you're off living a simpler life and having fresh food. I don't
2: know, man. Them tribes got their own witch doctor. <laughs>
1: That's hardcore. I'm not, I'm not sure like cutting a hole in my head and draining blood will cure my my headache.
6: No, no. You like just uh, but they smoke salvia or something. No, they eat yeah.
1: the, the, the tree bark with the aspirin in it. Mm. So this is the crazy thing too. Like a lot of these uh, holistic remedies and stuff they used to talk about. And people are like, oh, that's dumb. Just take aspirin. It's like, yo, the bark they're chewing on is the derivative of where the aspirin came, came exactly. from. So they know a lot of stuff. And look, obviously there's a lot of herbs that have an impact. People – people, this is really important because people think they can drink like certain herbs and ingest it. And they need to realize there's chemicals that do affect you like drugs yeah. in some of these weird – you know herbal remedies and like holistic things
2: absolutely but some
1: people there are people who think it's all fake nonsense and you could like put the herbs in your food and eat it it's Mm -hmm. like that's going to do something to you
5: yes my question for you brian is how technological do you like to be as a personal balance for yourself in your future like how much tech do you want involved like would you download your brain into a computer i imagine you would have said no if i'd asked you that question um, if you could transition out of the like, how extreme involving tech? Like,
2: obviously you have a social media presence, and you know you're. I,
5: I, Would you
4: get Neuralink in your I brain? Mean,
2: definitely ain't doing no damn Neuralink. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I I look at keeping up with technology as a defensive mechanism. Right, like, if you don't keep up with the advancement of weapons as a technology, you were you're conquered by the people who have more advanced weapons. Right. Um, Social media has become a weapon. So if you don't have your own social media company, how do you fight back? Right. If you don't have your own VC network, who's going to invest in your technology company? So I'm very I believe that technology is um, is the real evolution of man. Right. And I think the more evolved technology gets, the less evolved humans become. We be sort of devolve away from our potential. Um and but the technology gets better and it makes our life easier, right? So So I'm with the technology, but I'm also like, nah, I need a farm with a bunch of chickens and cows. Is it a
4: necessary evil then for you? It's a
2: necessary evil, yeah. What we need to do
1: Mm -hmm. is we need to build an AI, Mm -hmm. sentient, humanoid robot construct
6: Mm -hmm. that
1: is smart enough to start improving itself mm. and self-replicating. Mm. That way, it eventually determines it doesn't need us anymore, wipes out all organic life, mm. and then takes over the universe.
2: You know who's going to do that? Bezos? The octopi. Why is that? The octopi is the most amazing thing on this planet. I believe that if octopi lived longer than eight months or whatever their lifespan is. They
4: longer than that. I thought they could be like, very old.
2: Oh, uh, no. But they'd have a short lifespan. And if they lived longer... Three to five years. There you go. Okay, three to five years. It's not long, right? So I believe... It might be a certain species I was thinking of. But I believed if they lived as long as humans did, we wouldn't be here. They would be the ones running this planet. You know why they wouldn't
1: be? Why? No combustion underwater. So this is the, this is the crazy thing about technology is that a lot of our capabilities... Like when you create a computer... Mm getting the finite uh, uh, like the a microprocessor getting all these little tiny you know pathways and, and microchips and things like that mm. uh, I I don't know if it's possible in a water at- atmosphere in a water environment mm. so if you want if you find a piece of ore right mm. a piece of, a rock mm. and you can see there's iron in it maybe other trace minerals mm-hmm. how do you separate them when you're underwater well,
2: what was the combustion for
1: so in an oxygen environment we can create fire Fire then melts down minerals and Mm. separates the baser metals and stuff. We can then get the metal out. So an octopus, smart. They're Mm. very smart. Mm. And they have the ability to manipulate, you know, fine-tune
5: things. But they can't make fire, so they can't manipulate. Elements. Well, they can crawl on land, and they hold the water in their heads, and then eventually it'll like squirt out the sides. We figured out how to keep the water inside mm. and come up when we came up on land, and then we just pee it out and drink it, and we keep the water in our bodies. If they could figure out how to store the water, and also if they could just crawl on land and light a match, I, I don't, I wouldn't put it past an octopus. But they can't move the way we can in this environment. That's definitely true.
1: So maybe, maybe what would happen is they mm. would. They would go up to the edge of water and start fires on top and do their smelting in the air atmosphere and then Mm -hmm. bring the metals in to cool it and stuff like that. I I think they would, I think they would, like,
4: you say what? They similar nervous systems.
2: No, No. they got like nine brains and something like that. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, octopi are different,
1: different,
4: man.
2: And I think alien.
1: Nine brains, you're right. The octopuses indeed have nine brains. Yeah. It's, they're
5: so unique Good. that it makes me... You
1: know, I want to
4: see them.
5: The, the, there's this panspermic
1: Most theory... Most intelligence where and
5: vertebrates on the planet. Um yes. where, where the universe sp- spit out like spores all across the universe, and mm. they, they can exist in deep space, spores. And then yeah. they, hit, they hit planets, and they sink into the water, and then they evolve into life as we know it. Yeah. And the different spores can evolve into different things. I don't know if it's always got to be a
2: spore. I, I, think th- I think that if aliens came here and... And and saw us and this idea of combustion, they would laugh at us like you guys are using combustion. That's so uh rudimentary. That's so academic. We're on to uh, oh, you know, like like the Chinese have the maglev, right? And I think that's where the real secret is: is manipulating electricity and magnetism. Well, I mean, the, that's the how, question:
1: is how do you refine elements without using fire?
2: Why are you refining elements?
1: Because in order to make a maglev train, you need to create a long track right Mm -hmm. so you need to find the metals in the earth which Mm -hmm. are randomly placed Mm -hmm. and mixed in with a whole bunch of other minerals Mm -hmm. and you need to shape it properly what if i
2: don't need a combustion to do that
1: how do you how do you shape metals how do you extract the metals? sound technology how do you get the sound technology how do you how do you how do you get sound to emit enough energy to so mold together and shape metals
2: so you ever um you ever seen the the experiment where they play uh, sound at a certain frequency and glass shatters?
1: How do they play the sound?
2: At a very high pitch.
5: But but what's making the sound? Some speaker, I guess. What's the speaker made of?
2: Uh I guess you're gonna come back to some metal, right? See, the
1: thing is, I can take a tree, mm. smack it together, and a mm. fire happens. Mm-hmm. Then I can put a rock over that fire, and the rock mm. melts, mm. and I can separate the metals out. Mm. Then I can make a speaker. You could use so botanical. that's what I'm saying.
2: So, right, like the first person, right? They use fire, and then we go, okay, we don't need fire anymore because we've created enough of these tools to liquefy things using sound. So, like fire is for people who haven't elevated to right. our level yet, right? Right. So, yeah, you used fire initially, and now that we We've used fire to create these sound technologies. Now we use sound technology. We don't need the fire no more. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And then now... That was my theory on how they built the pair. It's like,
1: it's like we don't need uh, mud huts anymore, right? You know, right. Like people, they're just taking wood, and it's like, we don't need that. We, there was a point where we did, mm-hmm. but now we're well past that. We have better technologies and things like that. Yeah. We, don't need, we don't need the sticks anymore to make the fire, and now we've got... You Lighters know, and shit. Yeah, you, and also you've got... Uh, Plasma, you know, torches and things like that. Right, right. So like the, we found other ways to extract heat and apply heat to mold things.
5: Yeah, yeah. Like acoustic levitation. Have mm. you studied that? Where yeah. you can vibrate something at a certain frequency, it starts and it to levitate. Like water, they'll do that in a vibrating in a field. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's what I think the pyramids were built. The pyramids were capped well, with gold.
5: I wonder if they were if lightning was hitting. They were like lightning rods, and they were mm. catching it with water inside, and mm. then charging the water and creating a large battery. Mm. I d- it doesn't make sense. How so? Why would you think that? How how would how would you hold the charge of electricity in water? Well, you could store it in like a vinegar or acid of some sort in a metal rod, like a metal that, rod, like the Baghdad battery, but like a right, large I, one. I don't think you know. Do you know how batteries work? Baghdad battery is a clay pot filled with like vinegar with an iron rod. I think it's an iron copper. rod, copper rod wrapped with iron wire or iron cordage. And
1: how does it generate a current? And what is a current?
5: A current is electrons traveling along the substrate. So, if
1: the current from the lightning bolt goes into the water, how does the current keep moving?
5: Yeah, you need some sort of um, discharge form to, to have it move along. So, like so a wire wouldn't be a, a wire, wire or something. Well, they could have. I mean, there's the no way, there's the way. No torch
2: way you need a ground wire? You
5: would, would, it, 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 it would a complete the circuit.
1: The way batteries work is it's it's a chemical process basically. It's 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 not like there's a energy. The the energy captured is a chemical process, and so when the, I'm not going to break down the the finer points of anodes and cathodes and all the stuff, but it creates an electron jumping over, you know, between. That's the current you're getting. Mm. Lightning striking something is not creating a. It's it's not. It, you can't charge things off lightning strikes because you can't track the the, the voltage, the amperage, the power of the lightning strike. It's unpredictable. And we Bro, have no you idea.
2: haven't seen Back to the Future before. It doesn't work. Yes, it does. <laughs> Doc just went back into of space, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, back in time. I so think, when you, when do you you're know charging, back to the future? That's,
4: yeah.
1: Okay. I'm when rolling. you're when you're charging a battery, you're reversing the chemical process. And it has to be precise. Mm. We need to know how many amps there are. So like when we're hooking up the trailer, it's mm. a 50 amp outlet. And then it's like, you know, you've got, if, if you've ever gone to like European countries and you're looking at the outlet on the wall, the weirdest thing about Europe is they have American power outlets that are like 120 volts or whatever. Mm-hmm just for like shavers I guess mm. but you can plug your stuff and it worked. I charge my phone off it anyway the mm. point is that wouldn't work um, but the other thing too is if you believe in modern history we know how the pyramids were built there's inner chambers they would uh slide the bri- uh, the, the blocks from the inside and they would drop them one at a time, going up and then slowly going higher and higher. I guess the question is, how did they move the blocks, dragging them
2: in water? The moving, water no, the moving right. isn't, the, isn't the hard part.
1: Well, yeah, water channels, but also they, they said floated they floated
2: them. The, the yeah. lack of mortar is the, is the mystery. Well, no, they just drop into place. What do you mean? They but it's it so place. like keenly cut. Like when they talk about like you can't even fit a paper through, they're still trying to figure out how can you put the bricks together. I don't so precise. they might have had like a metal shaving unit that was electric
5: tapped to a Baghdad battery that would just like it hits it like dan, 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 dan and they get chisel real fine, flat I layers. don't I
1: don't I don't think it's that complicated.
5: You take a look at the you ever see those statues
1: in like mm. ancient Rome or whatever, and it's mm. like a woman's she's, like, she's she has a fishing net on her mm-hmm. and the detail is so perfect, you'd mm. assume she saw Medusa or something. Mm. Like how is how did they do the fishing net so Perfectly,
6: Mm.
1: yeah, because they just know how to you know cut away at stuff and and take water on a rag and Mm. just smooth things out. And it Mm. took a lot of work and took a lot of time. Mm. But the question is, why are there so many pyramids? Mm. It was the easiest thing to engineer: stacking blocks on top of each other, and then all you got to do is smooth them out. That's not hard. You rub two rocks together; they're going to start smoothing out. Mm. And then you just just,
4: ordinary human ingenuity. You know, you know what I love
1: the like absolute racism of ancient aliens
6: because they
1: like they go to central america and they're like how could this giant rock have been moved and then you see like the ancient cultures and they're like well we can move the rocks no no
2: aliens Aliens did
1: it. certainly <laughs> these humans could not have figured out how to move giant rocks
5: yeah normally i don't jump to conclusions and I'm, I'm pretty skeptical but when i look at like roman technology you're talking about the the fineness of the crafting then you see all their their marble is all white and mm. it's like, okay, they didn't just build white statues. They painted that stuff, but the paint yeah. wore off. So mm. what else is worn away that we don't see? Yeah. This is like, I don't normally go down these roads because I don't know. But I imagine that just assuming that they did it with, with stones and, and pieces of copper is kind of like, we know they had batteries. There's no fire marks in the pyramids. Mm. They didn't use torches in there. So they were using something to light that. Mm. It's not fire.
6: Mm.
1: And there's, there are weird pictures that appear to show like an object with like beams of light
5: coming out of it. Yeah, the arc might have been a battery, like a a large Baghdad battery. And they said if you touched it, it would shot, it would like hurt you. Mm. So it might have just been a massive current. Well, Ian, obviously
1: that was ancient alien technology that was left behind that humans accidentally discovered. Yeah. Clearly, yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, it's formed by the Biden administration. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. Yeah, see, yeah. Biden's um, actually a, a five thousand year old lizard. <laughs> that makes sense. No, he's from an
4: octopus from the moon. The moon, <laughs> he's right,
1: an brain model. The moon is actually the ark, and that's why it's always facing the Earth, filled with vinegar. That proves it. Filled with vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> you know about
2: the moon people? No, no. about the moon people. There's people on the moon. Tell me about the moon people. There's people on the moon, man. <laughs> Told us not to come back, <laughs> man. Oh. No, yeah. That's why nobody has been able to do anything remotely successful with the moon. Have you guys seen that movie Moonfall? I Uh, meant to watch it on a flight. How was that? It's really dumb. Is it? That's why I didn't watch it. I'm like, it's probably going to be stupid.
1: Yeah, it's really dumb. You know, I'm going to spoil it. spoiler alert for people. Seriously, you don't want to hear this if you you plan on seeing the movie because it's a big spoiler. Mm. All right, five, four, three, two, one. The moon is the ark. Mm. And human civilization was from another planet that was destroyed by an AI Mm -hmm. that they created. Mm -hmm. So then they escaped Mm. and started building moons Mm. that would terraform and create worlds for humans to be reborn on. Mm. The AI destroyed most of them, but one escaped, and it's Mm. our moon. And then the AI finds the moon and is destroying it, so the moon starts falling to Earth. Mm. So they go to the moon and then fight the AI nanobots. Mm. And then, like inside the moon, of spaceships.
5: Get ready for like a million I more believe movies
1: that.
2: like that too. I believe that. You know what's weird? I believe that is closer to the truth than the pyramids were built by aliens, right? They, I because you know the they said that arc. the well they say the moon's hollow, right? Like if you ping it or yeah, something, they that. say it's hollow. So it's a spaceship. I know that. That's what they think. And so the idea is the reason it looks rocky and everything
1: is Mm. because over, you know, the billions of years, it's collected dust that's piled up. Mm. And so, like, the idea in the movie was that the moon was a spaceship that Mm. that gathered mass and then created Earth Mm. and then seeded life on it and then eventually seeded human life on it. And then over billions of years this giant metal sphere got covered with dust and then pelted with rocks and oof, yes. looks like it's covered in rocks.
2: Yeah. One of my ancestors has a face on the moon. Did you see that? Did you see the face on the moon? Yeah. yeah that's, well a
5: long time ago. That was your that was your
2: buddy? That was one of my oh, ancestors, oh, that's yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we're
5: like they just put their face like right in the dust and then came back up and No,
2: it's actually the opposite. One of my ancestors was buried on the moon. He was a giant, and his face is like sticking out of it. If you Google face on the moon, you'll see his face pop up. And he yeah, looks, he th- looks just like me.
5: Because there's no wind erosion, so it just static. Yeah,
2: it's just there. Mm. Yeah.
5: What gets me is how all these planets have
4: that,
2: moons, but we have the moon. Like, we have the moon, yeah. See, there it goes. That's the face moon. That's one of my ancestors. It's
4: not a very normal moon.
2: This, yeah, This guy right here. Oh, no, not that, not, not that guy. This, no, not oh, that one. The, that, that one right This there. one right there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my it?
5: Ancestor. You
1: know, just people just see faces, you know what I mean?
2: Do they? <laughs> they do. I think we may have evolved
5: to look like this because we stared out into space and we've, we've become what we see. Mm. You see, like, every once in a while you see, like, this weird cosmicological uh, image of, like, an eye. It looks like an eyeball, mm. like, with, like, the fibers going out. But like, you yeah. see it's like a supernova or, like, a quasar.
2: Or something, Let me see but he's actually like in our family tree. Like we've traced back our lineage to the Moon people. That's why I know about the Moon people. I'm not supposed to tell you this. And, <laughs> Do you and think they're Hollow people? Earth people? Well, no, Earth. The, that's where the, the the command center is. No, no, no inside no, no. the center of the Moon, not the Earth. The Earth but I know about Hollow, not
4: Earth, the yes. Earth. So. The, the Earth, no,
2: that's that's the Biden people. The Earth is flat and, and hollow. hollow. Like a donut, mm. and
5: in the middle is where the Illuminati is, dude. It's mm. it's the Helix yeah. Nebula. You got to look this. What get is it? this. It's called the Helix Nebula. Now, okay. Uh oh. Eyeballs. You want to say that looking at a human eyeball? Look at this thing. Mm. Maybe there are more than one Helix Nebula out yeah. there, but this is like mm. this is what an eyeball looks like.
6: I mean, what's the like
2: definition like a of a nebula 20? again? Wasn't I mean, it like an exploded galaxy or exploded black? a nebula what is it again a nebula
1: planetary nebula double helix nebula distinct body of interstellar clouds is it post explosion or ionized gas ejected from a red giant star Star.
2: yes okay yes so it's the post explosion to answer your question Mary yeah I think there are
5: people living in the hollow earth I be I think that Earth because what there's this planet thea this theory that like I don't know it was four billion years ago and when mm. they're basically when the when the solar system was formed all this the sun ejaculated all this rock and mm. just spit like twenty eight planetoids out they started smashing into each other mm. one of them went Smash. through Earth, came out the other end, and cooled down and became the moon. Mm. but if that really happened and a planet collided with us, then we're not solid on the inside there's going to be fractures and rips and openings and tears so To say that there's no life down there would be insane. An insane... In the interior of the Earth. Yeah. Whether or not it's humans, I don't personally
1: think... Aren't they called
4: something? I forget what they're called. Dinosaurs.
1: The conspiracy theory is that um, lizard people live in, in the Earth, deep, deep, deep underground... Because they were a, a very intelligent species of di- species of dinosaur, and then when the the meteor or whatever came down and wiped everybody out, mm. they escaped underground and survived. Mm. And they can't survive on the surface because they've developed they've they've uh, adapted to a low light environment. Mm. So the sun would cause damage to them. Mm. So that's why eight stories beneath the Denver airport is the mm. the it's the port. Between the surface world where we are Mm -hmm. and the lizard people world where they are. Mm. Now we can go down there. We just need instruments to see better, Mm. but they can't come up here. So they have to rule from the
5: shadows. Mm. What do they eat? Psilocybin. Psilocybin. That's why they're so intelligent. (laughs) 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 So let me get this straight. There are lizard people
1: eight stories beneath the earth and they only eat mushrooms. Mm. (laughs) Only trippin'. You
5: don't mm. have much hunger when you're, when you're on mushrooms. They, they, some people said, do
4: think there are feral cannibals, uh, living in our national parks. Yo, um, you know like people live underground
5: people. in New York?
1: This is a true story. So the lizard stuff, obviously I'm screwing around, but in New York, there are people who live in the old subway tunnels. Oh yeah. And this is true. So, uh, during this like Occupy protest in, in Grand Central, some woman apparently came up and she was like, She was like, hey, what's going on? They're like, oh, there's a protest. And they were like, you got to get out of here because the cops are going to find us. And they go underground and they live in the underground tunnels.
2: Genius. Like (laughs) under the subway
5: in the old like old
1: something? tunnels and like under under, under them yeah it's, it's natural. natural
0: I think your
5: theory about uh, cataclysm on the surface forcing lizards to go underground is not, not that far it's not far-fetched. my theory I
1: don't actually think that's true oh, that's, but it's a good it's a, I just, it's I just, just it's read the it's fun
5: because where would they go either they're all gonna die or they're gonna go underground
2: well that's Demolition Man right like Demolition Man had the people living underground
5: Demolition Man
2: yeah the movie that's no, a, that Sylvester was- Stallone no. Well, there were people. They weren't lizards, but they were people forced to live underground. Oh,
1: right, 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 right. Yeah,
2: and I think that's where the future's headed. Like if you're a conservative Republican, you're going to live in the sewers. And
1: Frankie hey, Tubin says, I'm not drunk enough for the show tonight. When you lose one it.
2: sense, that your
5: other senses become more powerful. So maybe as their vision dips, their sixth sense, an ability to mind manipulate their surroundings has <laughs> advanced.
1: Yo, I got to read this one. Me says, whoa, parts of this conversation is what happens when you roll 18 for intelligence and three for wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> I love getting characters like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right, we got to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show, head over to TimCast.com, become a member, support our work. Let's read what y'all have to say. All right. Dominic Camarada says, I still remember you breaking down the slave theory on JRE (laughs) with artifacts being located from AZ to the hills in Ohio. It makes you wonder.
6: Mm, What's that?
1: that? Yeah, what's that?
2: Well, they basically try to say that black people are the descendants of slaves. And I'm like, nah, we were here. We are the natives and the people who claim to be natives are culturally appropriating us. What is that like like native americans? Yeah, the native americans are black people from Africa.
5: Like the Atlantis culture, their their skin would have been darker tone cuz they had so much sun. Mm. They in North African culture, they could have easily populated the Americas. Yeah,
2: I mean all you got to do is read the letter from um D Saint and No, no, from Christopher Columbus to D Saint Angel and he'll tell you all about it. All right. Ginger Jack says, Tim, are you still uh, are you still
1: opening that comic game store? I need a venue that won't pull authoritarian nonsense on me so I can run a D&D game or Vampire LARP to network in Best Virginia before moving. We found a building. We're going to open a skate shop, venue, game store. Mm. So we're going to have skate stuff. We're going to have all the stuff you'll need. Probably it's even big enough to actually have an area to skate. So maybe in the winter, there's like a ledge and a rail. Sign a waiver, pay a couple bucks, come in, hang out. Have fun. But then we're we'll also, we'll also going to have gaming, cards, mm. probably do magic,
5: Yu-Gi-Oh, what else, Pokemon, yeah. whatever. Vampire like. the Masquerade, you were saying? You guys ever play that one? Oh, mm. yeah. Do yeah. you ever D&D? D&D?
2: I played, um, things like it. What are your favorite character types to play? Um, let's see. Um, Mutants. Uh, I like, I like Mutants. Did you play Aberrant? Nah, I played, um, what is it? Heroes? Legend of Heroes. Um, I forget what it was, but it's very similar. You roll your character to figure out, you know.
5: We're going to do all that. It's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, mutants are nice. It's going
2: to yeah. be fun. And we're planning on doing, like,
1: family family gathering Saturday mornings mm. where we – the idea is to do Saturday morning cartoons. Okay. Because they don't really exist anymore. Right. Do an event where we have, like, breakfast for parents. The parents can hang out, do mimosas or Bloody Marys or whatever, but the kids can watch, like – approved cartoons that mm. families think are okay mm. and then just meet your neighbors hang out build community all that good stuff ducktales ducktales
2: there you go ducktales or you know to E-le- be honest we'll
1: watch yeah. a Launchpad, you know chip E-le- chiller whatever it's called
5: the daily wires launching mm. you oh, know cool. we'll watch some of that that's dope ducktales
2: was was my
5: dream i mean scrooge just the character arc built into the man just
2: uh, he he's my real uncle yeah, it, it was. I I learned it in early. You can't dive into gold for real because you'll you'll crush your skull. <sighs> it, it I've burned so many brain cells trying to figure out how that was possible. Yeah.
1: All right, Jeffrey Max says, Tim, please create teaser trailers for your member podcast. For example, a short clip from last night's show of Ian cussing about Biden, bleep it, and it would get people signing up. Add more bleeps for comic effect. We could do that. We got a lot of stuff in the works, man. Um, we, it just takes a long time to do everything. So right now. We're working on a piece of critical infrastructure, which is going to be a huge announcement. Hopefully next week, taking a while. Then we've got to start designing everything. The goal is, uh, smart TV apps, phone apps. Hopefully by this time next year, you will be as a member at Timcast.com pulling up the app and seeing a bunch of different shows. And we're going for to start lower budget, authenticity, because it's really what we can afford. But I'm really excited for Tales from the Inverted World. These episodes are like 45 minutes to an hour long of breaking down this real investigation, true stories of this uh, uh, Shane Cashman who went down to Georgia looking for the lost Confederate gold. Someone threatened to kill him, skin him alive. Creepy stuff. It's like Hunter S. Thompson meets The X-Files. But we're also going to be doing a talk show with him once a week. So not only do you get the full season, which is going to be like 13 episodes, you'll then get a weekly show of more of a podcast talk show. In a creepy setting, we're building a studio in a haunted house. We're doing such cool stuff. Hopefully, within the next five years, we're going to have our own Game of Thrones. We're going to have our own movies, and we'll be doing all that really cool stuff. So I'm really excited for that. we got a lot of work to do. All right. Let's grab some more Super Chats. T-Craft says, Happy Friday. Let's change the world. One podcast at a time. You know it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really, we, we have, we have a, um, potentially like a self-help show kind of thing. Mm. You know, we got some, we got some cool stuff at the works, man. It's going to be fun. You guys know what chymatics are? No, what's that? It's
5: Cymatics? Yeah, Cymatics. Yeah. Maybe. It's, it's how sound, uh, what they do is they'll put like salt on a, on a vibrating membrane and then they'll change the frequency of the vibration and then you'll see the salt will like change form. There's videos of it on YouTube. It's really cool. And I was talking to Ben Stewart and I was like, I had a horrible depression from like 2009 to 2017. He was like, maybe it's like chymatics, like as a human spirit. Species, we were in that state of chaos and may, we still may be coming out of it and kind of reforming, mm. talking
2: about changing the world with a podcast. Mm. Yeah, Emoto Masaru or Masaru Emoto, he, he was one of the pioneers in, in some of the cinematic work. Oh, cool. We talked
5: about that
1: guy last week, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got DV Velasco says Hi, Tim from Arizona. Just became a member yesterday. Had to hear the after-hours segment with Kerry Lake, for whom I'm voting for governor. Love the show. Great guests and discussions. If you're, you guys should check this one out. Uh, Carrie Lake, we talked about the election. We talked about 2020. We talked about what she wants to do and what she thinks happened. And if you want to hear about all that, TimCast.com, it is up right now on the, on the homepage. Check it out. Check it out. Become a member. Uh, I really want to, you know, I'll say this. The more shows we produce, the less money we make per show, right? Obviously, it costs money to put a video up and have you watch it. And if we give, you know, 50 shows for 10 bucks a month, the same thing, then we're spending way more money to deliver content. We're making way less, but hopefully more people then sign up and we can keep expanding and expanding. The margins get smaller and smaller, but volume increases. So you eventually make more money. And then the goal ultimately for me, what I want to see is good content, fun shows, honest conversations, and pushing back on how the corporate culture has has started expanding, how wokeness has infected everything. The Daily Wire is doing their thing as well, so I'm a huge fan. We have a slightly different corporate culture and vibe than they do, but we agree on tons so as a huge overlap. So I'm, you know, similar to what they're doing, but with a different style, as it were. So, uh, all right, let's read some more. Ness B says, Hotep, Jesus needs to bring Uncle Hotep with him next time. You guys rock.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, yeah, we got to do that. Absolutely. That's the homie. Shout out to Uncle Hotep.
1: All right. Sergeant Mango Garcia says, I normally listen to Friday's show on Mondays. Got on just to leave the super chat. Factory fires are common. Catastrophic damage that impacts production is not common. Small fires are often put out before things get bad. Mm. Interesting.
2: Mm. They probably have massive protocol in those facilities for that too. Mm. That are probably hard to miss.
1: Paradoxalus says Mary is an all-star. Keep her on IRL.
4: Thank you very much. Well,
1: we'll have her on every so often. You know, she got to host her own show. Got yeah. pop culture <laughs> crisis to deal with. Michael says, Tim, Joe Biden may be on meth. You can be prescribed methamphetamine under the brand name Des- uh, Desoxyn. Is hmm. that true? I'm going to look that up. Look that up. Ian, pull
5: that up. Desoxyn oral.
1: What is it? What's the uh, chemical composition?
5: Is it meth? Yeah. Well, it says, so Reddit says it is, yeah, ADHD medicine. Oh, yeah, Reddit, definitely. All right.
1: Beastly Devil says, Tim, I just watched a reaction channel watching the season finale of The Boys, and they were reeling over the final minutes of said finale as it, as it conflates the crowd's behavior to a MAGA crowd. Yo, have you guys watched The Boys? Mm-mm. I have not. Yes. I've seen a little bit. I of that. loved the ending of the last episode. Mm. I'm, I don't, should I spoil it? Yeah. All right. I'm going to spoil it. Heads up. I am going to spoil it. Warning, warning, warning. I'm trying to be as nice as possible. Spoiler alert for the last episode of The Boys. All right. Now, you know what it's about, right? No. So uh, it, it's like it's supposed to be a mockery of superhero shows. Not, not really a mockery, but like it's a more real version of what superheroes would, would be like, like reality.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's, a, it's basically the Justice League. Mm. Homelander. He's basically Superman. He's got laser vision. He can fly. Uh, the Deep is basically Aquaman. And Maeve is basically Wonder Woman, but they're all just like such awful people. So Homelander, they basically made into Trump. Mm. So they decided to just roll with it. He was like dating a Nazi, and <laughs> it's like it's really dumb. Um, but the end of uh, you, you guys, spoiler alert, mute it because here it comes. What's happened is at the uh, uh, Homelander accuses starlight another superhero of trafficking children hmm. and they make it sound like you know hillary and he's trump but like he's lying he's lying to you and they have a guy's a tv show it's basically tucker carlson and they're like it's all lies and then you end up with the me a me too crowd who are like save mave me too hashtag me too and then a bunch of people saying like you know shut up snowflake signs and that like they're big into homelander in the end homelander spoiler spoiler here it comes Homelander is introducing his son to the crowd of the Patriots or whatever they call. It. He calls them his Patriots or whatever. And then a leftist wearing a Me Too shirt throws a bottle and hits his son in the face. Mm. And then Homelander just snaps and blows his head up. Mm. And then all the Patriot people look and then one guy goes, yeah 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 and they'll go yeah and they'll start cheering for him having murdered a leftist and i just thought it was hilarious i was like oh my
2: god that's on tv that's on tv
1: these people are just like the show was trying to emulate what's going on now Mm. in a self-aware way no no i mean it is actually kind of funny the way they depict everything but they Mm. really do try to make trump the bad guy Mm. but like they then jump way beyond where we are now, mm-hmm. showing the Trumpian character just murdering a leftist yeah. activist, like in cold blood, in front right. of everyone, and that's, they cheer for it. And I'm just like, yo, these people lost their minds. This is crazy." If you could have I one
2: superpower, what would you have?
1: Oh, I don't know, man. Um, define what you mean by one superpower.
2: You only get one. You don't get two. Like you can't fly and shoot lasers Dr. out of your Strange. eyes. Oh, I love Doctor Strange.
5: But see, he can do everything. That's that's
1: cheating. No, he's one superhero, and his power is the Mystic Arts. I would stop time, other than myself. Exactly, that's
4: the perfect one.
5: Time manipulation. Yeah, not that makes no sense because I already thought like a million things in that moment when you paused because I stopped you for a second. (laughs) 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 He
4: he paused. He he has all the responses. (laughs) So what happens
5: when you
1: when you move? With time stopped, well, like how, quicksilver,
5: how is, it's uh, you can never truly stop time. I can only slow. You would disintegrate time. then. I would slow everything else to a, a very, very small, and then you would disintegrate. No, I'd move through it like a slipstream. What? That would be the name my hero too. Slipstream. And then, what would you um, do what, with that? <laughs> move people around, save people, go places. They would explode. <laughs> what would you do with Why would explode? <laughs> friction? No, but do you know I wouldn't because I can slip through it. So,
1: but so, other people right. would. So if they tried. If if somebody, if you if you were super fast like quicksilver or the flash. And you walked up to someone and moved their arm, you would see their their skin would stay.
6: Mm.
1: There's atmospheric friction. So if you make if you tap them and make them move, you'd see like their skin ripple and start to get ripped yeah, apart. But can, he
2: has the superpower for that. None of those
5: reactions.
2: That's right. Like other superpower. people, I can though. I can move it all around. But he but he can
5: manipulate it. That's like part of That's his multiple superpower. superpowers. Come on, what you slow about? and stop time. <laughs> this would be my ideal for other people and myself. So if I needed to move you through it with me, I could. What, what would your, what would your I always be? thought
4: that was you the best one you can't pick the same
2: one you can't oh
5: come cheating.
4: on cheating
2: you gotta be able to like have
5: super okay sonic... other
4: than that invisibility invisibility that's mm. amazing I just want yeah, to spy on people
1: what are mm. you, you gonna walk around naked Nobody <laughs> your clothes
4: your clothes disappear too
1: That's <laughs> 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 that's too powerful but then they
4: reappear when you appear what? I
5: can make my I can make people's clothes disappear what is it about Doctor Strange that entices you
4: because he can do anything
5: Doctor Strange is dope he's the but like most he, powerful superhero you can't name a hero but what would be your power Mastery of the Mystic Arts. It's hardcore, dude. Define it. It is hardcore. <laughs> what about you, Brian? So, I so, love okay, okay. Doctor Strange. Doctor
1: Strange can control the source code of the universe. Mm. Can he really? Yes. Damn.
5: Yep. Can someone else like control it against him with the same ability? That's
1: that's when they fight. I see. Right. Like when they're fighting they're they're you know? That's what uh, uh in the movie. That's, that's what the Yeah, what was that said.
2: called? Uh the, the movie that came, Doctor, the new Doctor Strange movie, Multiverse movie. Of yeah. Man- yeah, yeah, but in, yeah. in
1: the first one, she says there's spells, but if that offends your modern sensibilities, you can call it a program. Mm. He's basically writing universal programs, mm. so you can write a program to execute in the universe. You could do whatever you wanted.
5: Yeah, when the Infinity Gauntlet fell into the hands of Thanos, Adam Warlock went to Doctor Strange. He's like, I need to contact a human. Strange is the guy. Adrian
1: mm. Curry says, "I'd be Doctor Manhattan,
5: hands down. Mm.
1: Yo, know, it's a legit power, but." His, 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 attachment to reality is fractured because he can see forward and backwards in time.
6: Mm. I don't
5: know how he keeps it together.
1: I don't know. Let's mm. read some more super chats. Good question though. Alright, what do we got going on? Anyway, yeah, check out the, the, I think The Boys is great. Miss Marvel's a terrible show. It's mm. even worse. Mm. I, okay. Go yeah. off. Remember when I complained about how they won't shut up about partition? Okay. Mm-hmm. The latest episode is literally just like a partition documentary. Mm. I'm like, You're still watching. I turned it off. <laughs> and which partition? When, when they, uh, in India, and I learned this from watching Ms. Marvel, the, the <laughs> British separated India into Pakistan and India to move the Muslims into Pakistan yeah. and everyone else, and then it created a whole bunch of problems, right. and I, that's what they told, that's what they taught me. And then she goes back in time, for somehow, some reason, she, mm. she, Ms. Marvel goes back in time, and now she's like in partition. And now it's just about two characters experiencing partition. And I'm like, "Uh." Mm. yeah, I kind of wanted to see a girl who can make her hand really big punch a bank robber. Mm. I didn't want to learn about British colonial history. When
5: you you phrased it, you were like, the boys is great and Miss Marvel is even worse. Like, do you mean great? Like, it's so bad, it's good? It's, it's, I actually really like the boys. And and and
1: the 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 politicizing of it is so bad it's hilarious. Mm. But I think Carl Urban, he's Billy the Butcher, he's a he's a great character. Oh yeah,
5: he's from Star Trek from that Star Trek movie. He was Lord of the Rings, he's a bunch Urban, of yeah.
1: yeah, so I just thought that that like the boys is a good, it's worth watching, mm. but the political stuff is just so hammed up. Oh man. Mm. Alright, let's see what we got here. We'll grab some more super chance. I was
2: listening to a movie once and I heard them like sound bite in. It's Trump's fault. I think it was, uh, uh, the movie, uh, something, something in Slim where the two, the, the black couple like, uh, kill a cop or something like now They're on the run and I heard them put a sound bite in because some cop uh, killed a boy in the movie and they're like, it's Trump's fault. And I'm like, yo, I just inserted a sound bite. In. What, Queen and Slim. <laughs> Queen and Slim. There you go. Yeah.
4: I was like, wow! Like
2: I'm they joking. put it in the movie. Sometimes, like, hammed up you, political and, stuff yeah, can be funny. Like though,
4: like Get Out.
2: Like I like right. Get Out. That's yeah, that's different. That's funny. That's hilarious. But yeah, like I just don't like when they do it like that. You like I pay attention to the insertions, and like the, in between a scene change, it just says it's Trump's fault, and I'm like, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Queen are you trump.
4: not supposed to hear it or is it like subliminal?
2: it's very quick and subliminal it's supposed to that's be like edging like you that. to not like trump and it's like this has nothing it's a movie it's a fictional movie it has nothing yeah. to do with trump like how did that even end up in there this,
1: all right i, I wonder uh, whether like
4: movies more. should acknowledge that COVID happened all right yeah, the chronicles sure. of
1: chris says another fun fact about communism to add to hotep's wisdom capitalism is actually financial communism Read the libertarianism.org article. Should libertarians abandon the word capitalism?
2: Yeah, I've said that in the past because they're the ones that popularized it. Capitalism is definitely a socialist word.
1: All right. Stephen Bachmeyer says, Tim, I will subscribe to Timcast when you have an actual Bible scholar on. It's exhausting listening to Roman conspiracies and wrong history. Mike Winger, inspiring philosophy. Os Guinness, anyone.
6: Hmm.
2: I mean, we're
1: going have, have, to have suggestions.
4: suggestions in mind for Good
2: our suggestion. biblical scholars. Yes. Yeah. I love listening to biblical scholars. You know what
1: we should do? We should get like a – I have an idea. We'll do a members-only segment hmm. with a, a theologian and biblical scholar talking to Ian.
2: You got to get a you Hebrew have Israelite. have
4: Scott Hahn. <laughs> have Scott Hahn on the show.
2: No, you got to do a Hebrew Israelite if you want to break the internet. you know know about the
1: Hebrew-Israelites? Of course, of course.
2: Yeah. You want to break the internet? Get somebody like Captain Tazariak on. Crash.
1: (laughs) Sweet. I'm down. Let's – So we're we're talking about uh, other shows we can do. Obviously, this show is – It's not like – Rogan, you know, rog- yeah. Rogan sits down with one-on-one and, and just talks. Yeah, we're topical news with a guest.
2: Right, right, right.
1: So it's like we have the crew, we have our, the guest who comes in, and we mix a little of their world with the comedy. Which dudes. is brilliant. Yeah, and then we're thinking about what we could do for like Sunday shows. Figuring out a, a way to film is, to- mm. is hard because I already work sixteen hours Monday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday is when I can do like administrative stuff. But um, we were thinking about doing like deep debates and heavy conversations as a members-only show. Mm. That, or I should I shouldn't call it members only anymore because we're expanding it to just be like website exclusives, but uh, one of the ideas could be having like a bra- uh, a black Hebrew Israelite with like a a, um, a rabbi.
2: Mm. Damn, you going that hard, Jesus? <laughs> <Whoa>. uh, <laughs> oh my I, god, I would love that man, love that. Yeah,
5: yeah. or that I, would think, be
1: crazy. I think I think we could easily get started by having like a biblical scholar talk to Ian.
2: Yeah.
5: And just yeah. do a
1: conversation. I think it would be fascinating. I think mm-hmm. it would be intelligent, respectful, and very like... My homie
2: Chad's brother, I, I interviewed him. He's a, he's one of those guys. It's like uh, uh, Evan Lemoyne. He he does uh, uh, sexual consultation with Christians who think that having sex is bad and against the Bible. And he's like, no, this is good. And you're allowed to copulate and so on and so forth. Yeah. I like this black Hebrew Israelite thing. I've never really heard much about it. Oh, it's amazing.
5: Such a yeah, phenomenon. So the belief they, that the they, Israelite North African descendants are yeah. of the Israelites. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: All right, let's Let's uh, let's grab a couple more here. What do we got here? Liberty or death says there is no physical description of Jesus in the Bible. He was born to a Judean mother in a backwater town in Israel. We can guess at his ethnic appearance, but that's not important. He's the Savior.
2: He was born into the Essenian community, and I wouldn't call it backwater. Jesus was upper middle class. Upper middle class. Upper middle class. He lived a good life. Oh, yeah. They try to say, oh, he was born in a manger, and he was poor, and now he's born in the Asinian community. E-S-S-E-N-I-A-N or something like that.
1: All right. We got Oscar who says, my father always told me of his time in Cuba. There was no stress, no worry about the hustle and bustle. They had to work hard, but they just spent time with family and enjoyed life.
2: Till the communistas came around.
1: Yep. And then people got really upset about it. Yeah. Dimsom Nimsom Nimsum says, Harrison Bergeron, read the book or watch the movie. Dystopia where government actively makes people average. Also, Rome was in
5: Brittany and close to France. White Jesus is very possible. Mm. Yeah, Rome got all the way up there in England at some mm. point. To Hadrian's Wall. Hadrian, I think that was the Roman emperor. Yeah. Built that wall between England and Scotland.
2: Because mm. he couldn't
5: conquer the Scots, man. They have too many mountains.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sparky says octopi could develop a different tech paradigm
2: I, that's what I, I' was thinking
1: about like Dang. maybe they could go down to like volcanic events mm. and then use something to like
2: water weapons
1: yeah they just and saw.
5: if you could neural net their brains if they have nine Together. brains
1: yeah
2: imagine just walking down the street mm. and just all of a sudden you get hit with a water balloon
4: Damn! Goddamn octopi! It's begun. I can <laughs> test Neuralink on octopi before humans. I would love Ooh, to do, do that.
2: Do not do that, Is that please? ethical? Why are you giving these people ideas?
4: <laughs>
5: That's <laughs> going to lead to <laughs> our demise. are doing it to
4: like chimps, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, we but not them. the
5: octopi. I'm scared of them. We would need them to uh, can
4: nine extra brains can, to test can, on.
5: Yeah. Condone it? Is that the right word? Mm. Yellow
1: fluffy feather says, "Tim, you need a call-in show.
6: Mm.
5: We're talking about mm.
1: it. Uh Here's a challenge. I can only do so much." You know, It's like I do a morning show, it takes like eight hours I do the nightly show, which takes a little bit less time Timcast IRL works Because I spend all day Reading the news for my morning show And then I just read hundreds of articles every day It's it's kind of ridiculous Or I should say I skim through hundreds of articles And then read a couple dozen Do
5: you do that every day? Do what? Every day, do you do that every day when you work? Every day
2: what people have to understand is once you get to Tim Pool's level, you can do anything. So it's like you have to look through the list of anything and go, okay, I'll pick and do this, right? Because- Not Anybody can do anything. Well yes, exactly. But Tim Cool can do. Yeah, it a but you could like faster. pay to fly people <laughs> to a place
5: and have a building erected and like that level of like uh financial success and freedom.
2: Yeah, he can. He can. So, but it, it becomes harder because there's things that you know people come to me and they're like, How, why haven't you done this? And I'm like, I can do a lot of different things. It's just like, what do I want to do out of all of this list of things you can do? And that goes, like you said, any it goes for anybody. Anybody can learn anything. It's like, but what are you going to learn? What are you going to build?
1: I think we're we're really close. To, um, I shouldn't say really close, but we're in the preliminary stages of doing this, uh, Sunday special show, the special Sunday show, Mm. which is gonna be like debates. It's gonna Mm. be like debates. Mm. So, for example, having a religious scholar on talk with Ian or something is kind of the idea to bring people of like different worldviews to sit down and talk about these things. Mm -hmm. And the question we're we're, we're asking right now is moderated or unmoderated?
5: Moderated. You
1: you think moderated? Absolutely. I would moderate
5: it if if you don't want to. But,
1: uh, because what we don't want is, like, if we get a communist and a capitalist to mm. start yelling at each other.
2: Yes. The yelling is... But that's not what
1: we're, what yeah, we're aiming for, is, is like... A, a, Content.
2: like so you Information.
1: Get, so not getting culture warriors, getting scholars. So you'll get someone who's, like, well-read on Marx and communist literature to be like, yes, 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 I know, I know. But what you're forgetting is... And in the, in the capitalist guy can be like, when you look at every example... And then end with a handshake and be like, man, that was crazy. Yeah. Or to have like an atheist talk with a religious scholar. But i got to be honest. Like in these examples, I'll tell you my bias. Mm. The communist scholar is going to be smart. They're going to know a lot about communism. And the capitalist is going to run circles around them. Mm-hmm. Or the libertarian.
6: Mm. You do
1: an atheist and a, and, a, and a theologian. And the theologian is going to run circles around him. Yeah. Like people who's who, – uh, who, I'll just put it as my bias. You know, based on the things I've read. And, and my experiences, I've seen so many people who, uh, like on the left, don't know anything about economics. Like mm. AOC has a degree and she doesn't even know what capitalism means. Yeah. Or she's lying. Yeah. And then you talk to people who are atheists and they're like, I've not actually read any of this and I don't know any about it. Mm. And it's like, okay, so you're an atheist. I get it. That's fine. But how can you argue against something you didn't actually read? You don't even know mm. what you're arguing against. Yeah. So it's well, like, well, maybe it
4: wouldn't you, be Ian. Maybe it would be a uh...
1: – No, Ian's good because he got the hippie weird DMT view of the world – so having him talk with a religious scholar would be really interesting. I, and I can okay. admit, I,
5: I'm pretty good at listening. I don't necessarily, I'm kind of ignorant about a lot of stuff, but I, I can listen to two people talk and if they start to miscommunicate, I can mm. see why mm-hmm. and then enlighten them where they're each missing mm-hmm. and then kind of get it back. Mm-hmm. I can right?
2: teach econ in, in really fast, right? So there's two types of econ. You got econ 101, which is must be taught and you must go to Thomas soul. but econ 201 is a really short course. It basically says don't touch anything.
1: <laughs> All right, let's uh, we'll, we'll grab a couple more here. Don't Yoshida said, my power would be called save point. It's the power to go back and relive my life over and over again while retaining my knowledge, constantly learning. But could a you stay? Save point. Could
5: you and stay hell. good? Because you do, wouldn't you do evil things if you could just go back? Like, could you stay sane if you were constantly? Like when, you're, when
1: you're playing Skyrim and you're, then like, I, the bartender says something mean and you go like, save. F5.
5: Me.
2: Yeah, quick mm-hmm. save. Quick save. I mean, quick save. Like, Let's yeah, see yeah. what happens if I just, just if slice like, oh, his head off. Oh, oh, that happens. Okay, let me go back uh, to that
1: save point. That, that's a good power. Uh Save state. That's
5: really you could,
1: interesting. You could you could save a state in time mm. and then always jump back to it if you wanted. Mm. But what if you needed you a
5: friend to load state? So oh, oh, you guys had to work together forever. Well, that's not a good power. <laughs> That'd be a annoying. Power. Yeah. But <laughs> if you
1: could, if you, if you had like. You could save an endless number of states and just place it wherever you wanted and then mm. you could like pull up the chart and look at every different save point and be like I'm mm. going to go back I'm going to go back to one to look at.
6: Damn.
2: My boss at Burger King would be a save point for me. It's like, you know what? What'd you just say? Save.
6: <laughs> do over, do over, do over, do
1: over.
5: Oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. How hold old on? Are you in the- Hold on. 16.
1: Yeah. Healthinator says never take time travel power. Before you know it, you'll go back to do something altruistic but somehow accidentally cause your mom to fall in love with you instead of your dad and thus erase yourself from existence.
6: Back to the but one.
1: save state is only within your timeline. So mm. I'm going to be like, see that, see El Toro? El Toro, famous 20 stair handrail, for those that don't know. Mm. I'm going to do a 360 flip. I'm going to do a big flip back nose blunt. Mm. And then you save state and you go for it. And then right as you're falling, you just load state right. back, back up at top. And you're like, I'm going to keep doing it until I get it first try. Exactly. Adrian exactly. Curry says... You could save your loved ones from cancer with a save point. You'd know it was coming to warn them.
2: Mm. And they develop a stronger kind of cancer.
1: All right, let's grab one more. We got Chabachu says, I'm a big fan of the channel, guys. Thanks for doing what y'all do. I live in Maine, and we all just got $850 worth of printed money, so I thought I'd share some with you guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, all right.
6: Yay. My friends,
1: we are going to sit in deep thought about which superpowers we want and then how to attain them. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at timcast.com. If you would like to fund our mission to become superheroes, I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen, but uh, you can help support the development of content and culture. And we really do appreciate it. My goal is not to be saying, help us build a, build, build a mission or you know, fulfill the mission. But hopefully with the next several months, we'll just be saying more of, we have a ton of shows to offer you. Please consider buying them. That's what it's all about, free market solutions. So become a member at TimCast.com. Smash the like button. Follow us at TimCast IRL. Follow me at TimCast Hotep. You want to shout anything out?
2: Uh, I say things on YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Hotep Jesus. Um, if you like it, uh, stick around. If you don't like it, please don't be mean to me because people are so <laughs>
6: mean on the internet. You're right. <laughs>
2: That's all I got.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh if you want to see me more often, you should go follow me on Instagram or WeChat at CloserKitty. And I also demand that you go find Pop Culture Crisis on YouTube and subscribe. We go live at three PM Eastern and noon Pacific time every Monday through Friday and I expect to see you there on Monday in the chat.
6: Uh,
5: I am Ian Crossland. You can follow me at IanCrossland.net. Get in touch with me on social media through that. And one time I woke up and I saw my phone was in front of me and I saw infrared light and it looked like I felt my mind bend and the light went into the, like, as I lost the perceptive capability that it looked like the light was like going into the, I was just losing it. But you can see infrared. You can become a mutant of sorts if you want. Superheroing is not out of the question. Well, all
6: right.
3: Thank you guys for tuning in to this fun night with Hotep Jesus. You always know with this gentleman, it is going to be a spicy evening. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Mindsop.com at patchlitz as well as SourPatches.me.
1: Check out Cast Castle. Go to YouTube.com/slash/CastCastle. Watch our silly shenanigans show. We've got Jamie Kilstein who's helping. He's been writing jokes, and we're 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 trying to make a semi-fictionalized version of everything that goes on here because we're making more and more content. And then we've also got another big plan in the works with Free Domistan. Where we're going to be doing action sports kind of shenanigans with skateboarding, scooters, bikes, rollerblades, probably baseballs, basketballs, and other craziness. So check it all out. YouTube.com slash Castle. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all next time. Bye, guys.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?